Good day, good night. Mm. Good afternoon, good morning. I don't know, we're kind of feeling it. Yeah, Janina, we're getting close to that 30-second mark, okay? Okay, okay, okay. I love it. You messed up, Janina. You were so good last week. Exactly. You were supposed to hit the intro in the middle, okay? You can't start at the beginning, Janina. I'm sorry, I like the beginning. Good day, good evening, good night, good afternoon, and good morning, and welcome to another exciting episode of Real Tennis Fans a Live podcast. Today's a live cast. And welcome back. Welcome back. <laughs> welcome back. And before I go any further, let me introduce, let me introduce my co-hostess with the mostesses. We have Andrine from Soli Tennis Travel. I know you went out of your house today, Andrine, so that we will count as traveling. Once I you did. I traveled, I traveled to the park. I traveled to the park. I, ha- I actually traveled to an external restaurant and had some brunch. Um, okay. outside with my mask. That was interesting. And now I'm happy to be back on lockdown inside my house. Ready just in time for us. Yeah. So you're already mm-hmm. drinking or you're drinking stale? No, I'm about to start drinking later. <laughs> <laughs> I was very good. I'm just coffeeed up for you right now. And we have Janina from far in Ohio. How are you doing? I, I'm good. How are you? fucking cold and you know <laughs> i i too left the house today and went to a hockey tournament where they lost i mean you sports and, mom i don't know Ooh. yeah it's a great day let yeah. me just say i'm so happy i chose not having children in life because i've been like look y'all need to find something quiet in a corner i can't do this activity outdoor running up and down burning energy and they're gonna say dad you watch a lot of sports that's exactly what i do i watch it in the comfort of my home can you play the match in the living room? No, you cannot. So, can we figure that sport out, Janina? Can we figure that out, Janina? Sport where they're in your living room or in the backyard at least. Listen, I don't. I, I currently. Poker. They make a lot of money. Synthetic ice in the middle of my living room. I don't. It's not, it's not a good thing. What? Dear Lord, you all, if it's not yeah. hockey, it's soccer. I can't take are you it. Gonna, you. Are you hosting the yeah. Olympics in 2022? <laughs> you know, you hosting the Olympics next year because that's what Beijing is doing. <laughs> 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 you know, so we have a lot of guests. guests. Uh, we have a lot of um, listeners. But before we introduce our guests, who is our audio stripper? Because according to all of the ladies who are listening, and they were like, and men, we are equal opportunities here. They were all Gaga for Pablo. So we welcomed him back all the way from across the pond in jolly old England somewhere, I believe. How are you doing today, hey, Pablo? Y'all. I'm fine. <laughs> no, Pablo. That's not what the ladies want, Pablo. No, come on, Pablo. Don't be a letdown, okay? Don't have okay. a fifth set letdown, I, okay? Okay. Get that voice together. <laughs> Bridgerton. Think of that. Think of sense <laughs> sensibility. Mr. Darby. Mr. Darcy, okay? Come on. Let's I'm, think of it. Come on, let's try it again. Welcome I'm our right, foreign so. guest. Yeah. Okay, off you go. Pablo. Come. I'm frightfully well, thank you. Oh, I love it. Right. See? We're going. So let me introduce the people. We have we have Tony. <laughs> we have we have Zenobia. We have Monk Girl One. We have Deb, of Ooh. course. 
we have Mr. Prodigy Triple Five. Your girl Vonda Silva is trying to do Maquita's trying to is trying to get some things going, but she got a she got assaulted. She got assaulted. <laughs> we're knowing her name more and more at each major, so that's a good thing. <laughs> all the other times it was just like Daniel and Marketa, and just all of a sudden now Marketa is a fixture for maybe second week, at least get into the third round so for her. So, folks, how are your draws looking? I mean, who? Some of them might have You're been talking dismantled. About my but draws. I have... A hot mess. <laughs> <laughs> but I have to say, though, our uh, Black History Month, Black Black with a Vengeance, has, I mean, like, people of color were showing up and showing out. They were all for having a good time in Melbourne this time. In the real Melbourne, all of these other sideways tournaments, I mean, they, someone's getting a check, but, you know, I can't keep up. So I'm getting confused. So I'm only concerned about the Australian Open in, in Melbourne. That's all it is for me. We're just doing that. So how have your draws look? My drawers are clean. Uh, well. <laughs> but are you wearing any? That's the question. Are you wearing any? No, I that is the most important I, question. I followed instructions. I'm just sitting mm -hmm. here in my, my satin dressing gown. Nothing else. Uh -huh. <laughs> Bless. No, I mean. Really, okay. Only for my OnlyFans account. I know. Oh, gosh. I crossed out all of my wrongs with like a blue pen. Pen. Okay. So, there's a lot of blue markings all over my drawers. Okay. I was severely wrong on the women's side. And I mean, as, as is one to do. Listen, the only one that kept me solid are the, uh, is Osaka and Serena. <laughs> well, I mean, as they want to do. Ooh, but, you know, the women always have like you know, they're always mixed back. They're always here for lights out tennis one day and then knock out the next day. So we're happy with that. But the the the, uh, the women's draw has been uncharacteristically clear cut so yep. far. Most most of the people making it into third or fourth round, yeah, have done it straight set wins. Not your usual double UTA um, mess. But uh, there's nobody really who struggled to get into the third or fourth round. Who's there now? No, uh, and some. Yeah, go ahead. Sorry, I'm, sorry. I'm no, here. no, no. Go. I'm looking at it. I'm looking at your. But the struggle was in the fourth round for most of them, except surprise, surprise. I One think note. some of the best matches, yeah, were were I think third round. So I think the the Vekic Kanepi match. Um, I think uh, Naomi and. Um, the Matadora got to be in here. Mugs, mugs. Mugs. I think I like your nickname better. Um, and all, of um, course, uh, Serena and, um, and uh, Sabalenka. Was Sabalenka. A, a of, um, that was fourth round. Yeah. That stressed me out. It did. It, before we get to that, though, there is a second round match that. Um, it's probably worth noting because it was the only one that where the winner ha really had problems, which was um, Halep versus Tomjanovic. Yeah, and yeah. and and Alia, oh, yeah. Alia had her chances. She really did, and she's Isn't had she her chances already? before. But she she's she she's an I don't want to say choker because that's not fair. Um, <laughs> or maybe it is. I don't know. But um, 
but several occasions she's got herself into winning positions against good opposition. But is it true? She doesn't close her. Is it true? That she's a choker. I she is, isn't she? Well, she has been. Well, she was supposed to be a, a very good talent, and then injury mm. came along, and then Nick came along, and then she tried to come back, and then Nick was still along, and then she got rid of Nick and got Berrettini, and then there's been some sort of movement, but of course, that momentum and that may have gone. So, I, I don't even blame that. She has she, moments. None of those things happened when she was in. I mean, right. She, she does have moments, but like I said, but she, right, right. But I don't know. She doesn't stick around long enough. Like you know, she. Listen, we can always count on seeing her in Australia. She should be like Kai Kanepi, show up <laughs> in Australia, true. only to get wins. Yes, pick your moments, right? Show up in show up at the majors. <laughs> that was my disappointing she match. Definitely, I have to say. Kanepi and Vekic. Which one? That was cool. Kaya can be Becca's match. I think yeah. Kaya should be that match. Well, a lot of those matches, I mean, a lot of matches, people definitely had this stranglehold around their opponent and then lost it. I mean, in the third round, Irani and um, Shay. <laughs> Irani had that match kind of tidied up a little bit. And then, and then all of a sudden, Irani didn't have that match. Something that we have to say something about Irani. What? Um, firstly, you I know? couldn't. I I did, I did watch, but I I didn't want to watch Irani playing um, the Venus. Uh, that was uh, it was a, a a combination of jaw dropping, awful. And life affirming in the way that Venus just trying to plug on and do her thing. I, and I don't understand why, because she was injured, she should have just called it a day. But okay. Irani is taking she doesn't do that. I know she doesn't. She she does she doesn't quit. And I and that's why I say it's life affirming. And then she comes out with that statement afterwards, and you just think, My God, you know how lucky they are to have people like her. But Iran, you know what I'm like about the rules, especially serving. And the time between serves. Iran is taking 45, 50 seconds between the end of the point when the score is called and actually hitting a serve. She's having three or four goes at it and she should be fucking penalized for it. <laughs> because, and I'll explain why I think this is a, okay, I'll go off on for one minute and I'll explain why I think it's important and why it's also important when Rafa does it as well. It's the one thing I hate about, the only thing I hate about him. The opponent sets up, and they not just they don't just set up physically; they set up psychologically, and it'll be related to their breathing patterns and stuff like that. They then have to break that and set up again. And quite often, when Raf is fiddling around, or when Irani can't get a ball toss in, you know, the local fly zone, um, True. the, the person has had to set up. Yeah, they've had to set up three or four times, and it disrupts rhythm. And it's, it's very unfair on them. And if she can't get the ball over the fucking net, she should just concede the point. Can you imagine that disaster? <laughs> well, no, that's the whole point. It, and the, the, the difficulty is she does it on first serve and she does it on second serve. On first serve, there's a serve clock. 
Um, the way they're working the serve clock at the moment is they'll stop it as you as the player starts their backswing. They don't. The, mm -hmm. the, the twenty-five second rule is not being applied properly at the moment. The twenty-five second rule says from the the dead of the previous point, so from the last moment of the previous point to the beginning of the server's backswing, shouldn't be longer than twenty-five seconds. That's the rule. What we've got now is from the moment the umpire calls the score, the shot clock is started. So they're getting an extra, on average, five or six seconds. Sometimes it's longer. So they're getting much more, and a lot of them are running it down. But Irani is getting down to four or five seconds. Up goes the ball toss. It's usually in the tram lines. And she has to go and catch it and do it again. So she's going over her 25 seconds. She should be penalized. It's as simple as that. But I thought the umpires were allowing them some grace period because they're going for their towel. Well, I mean, does that actually really no, 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 no. They're told at the beginning of each match you don't get extra time for picking up your own towel. Yeah, I know, because I think Serena was talking about how she felt like she was running back and forth to get stuff, and then sometimes she wouldn't yes. get her towel because it was too much time, and she's like, I only have 25 oh. seconds to do this. But, but they are compensating for it because they're calling the school later. So they are giving them five, six seconds, you know, extra that they wouldn't normally have. Um, but mm -hmm. it, it, so Irani, so the shot clock stops the moment Irani's arm goes up or the, or she starts a back really she catches, the again. And they, they, they don't, they don't let the clock continue running because it should really be when she successfully serves. And it, it's, it's a, it, it's, it's bad. It's just bad. And then right. of course, she doesn't. She misses the first serve, and she goes to the second serve. Now there's no shot. So do we think she's serve. doing that intentionally? No, oh, no it's no, Irani. No, of course no, she's no. doing it. No, 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 no. It's not. She can't serve for Toffee, really. I mean, she's just. You've seen it. I mean, it's literally, it's extra planetary <laughs> where her ball goes. Well, I mean, but it's, it's like her, it's like a it's her, like a moon. It's to. like an extra moon orbiting. Well, she's isn't not it? required to. Sarah's had right. pretty. That's the other thing. Career. She's not required without to. A, without, with a non-existent curve, <laughs> so clearly it's all good. <laughs> it's effective, right? Yeah. I mean, like <laughs> she got from the but, third round of a know, major. Yeah, I mean, all the players do it, and it's fine once or twice. But it is a regular part of her service rhythm. She has to have two or three goes. And it, it, it is unfair on the opponent. So I think they should enforce the shot clock on her. Now, the, a difficulty arises when you get to the second serve, because there isn't a shot clock, but the rule is clear. The rule says the second serve should be immediate. And it never is. And you, you would have people like Maria who would take 20 seconds um, to set herself up. There was another up. player yesterday they were doing that. Mm -mm. She had that same issue. I was watching a woman's match yesterday or the day before where she was where the problem was she was taking forever on her second serve, mm -hmm. which was causing even more um, horrors for her. I don't remember who it was. Do you remember who it was? It was? Okay, we, we should move uh, on. It was hard to be. It's taking as long as Arani served. Okay. So let's move. Let's move okay. forward. <laughs> like let's let's keep going with. Um, <laughs> I mean, that actually was basically an indication of how we should call things. Like that's out. It's time to move on, Sarah. Let's just keep going. Yes, exactly. <laughs> Shut it up. The umpire just says that. Sorry, it's a fault. We're going. We're moving forward. <laughs> okay. Okay, girl. <laughs> Enough. <laughs> 
Basta. Basta. Um, so what, what's been disappointing thus far? I think uh, matches that ended with a whimper instead of a bang. Definitely Coco and Svitolina for me, even though I saw none of it. Yes. Um, <laughs> agree. Oh, I, I watched the whole thing. Ooh, how I was it? I watched the whole damn thing. And somehow Coco made Svitolina... Well, I it, it was stupid. Coco made Svitolina look like this fucking powerhouse badass bitch yes. that she's not. Yeah. I yeah. I don't I don't know. I just I felt like Coco could have well, played Spitalina so much better. Svitolina be got every damn ball back, which is not unusual for her. She didn't. She didn't make reckless errors at all. But it just I don't know. I expected that match to be a lot better than it was. A lot um tighter i mean it wasn't it wasn't a blowout coco just made big errors on big points so you know that never bodes well in tennis but god she made svitolina look damn good and she's not that good yvette said svitolina served really well, well she did i mean serve i would really say well, but i don't know coco i i really think that um on a better day, Coco could have taken that match. Was that well, I free think crowd? Coco has like fundamental technical. Was that? I'm sorry. No, I was asking. Was, was that free crowd? Andre? Was that a crowded match? Was that a crowd match? Yeah, yeah. there was a crowd match. Yeah, it's the second round. But second I, I round. think yeah, okay. what happened with um, it, yes. I know she was she was playing on the same court. The people were there. She played on the same court. She played the first round match. But I think in um, remember we discussed she has technical issues with her serve and the forehand. It's like off, you know. Oopsie. We've lost your reels. Back country so. mile, you know, it's like Coco is over here. I do. Hello? Yeah. We lost you for a little bit. I didn't, we didn't hear what you said. Okay, right. I think Janina just pointed it out. She is overheading. And I think she thought yeah. that she was She's... facing Svidalina in the second round. And this was a big match. And that got to her. I mean, Spitalina? Has she heard about Spitalina? I the thing, but the thing with Spitalina is, um, firstly, I agree, Coco's been overpressing, so I'm not sure about overhitting, but she's trying to manufacture the end of points in a way that um, she always did, but she didn't do it all the time. Now, there's, I see a lot more of it creeping in, where she's she's trying to put shape on balls and things that just it's not it's not working. But the thing with Spitalina is, Spitalina is. A machine yeah and she, she doesn't have any outstanding shots really but she's she reminds me very much of um caroline yes it was. um she, yes it was yaki yeah. she gets everything back she gets everything back she's as fit as a fiddle um and it's very very difficult to break her down now i thought actually if we go back to i think it's 2019 the US Open when Serena played her and Serena basically gave a masterclass on how to take Svitolina apart and it was superb she, and Svitolina looked looked basic, basic. Yeah, absolutely absolutely Serena just nailed everything got her running gave her very little time um very quick lots of half volleys played from near the baseline and just took time away from her and that's that's the thing you disrupt the rhythm of Svitolina which is her her she doesn't have knockout serve or ground strokes but her her consistency and her rhythm is a as a major asset 
And I, I you know, Coco, go back and look at that tape. Oh, um, I mean, what? asking her to do Serena. But I think, did Serena... No, sure, you should. No, I know. Did Serena do the same thing to Spidalina at Wimbledon? Who was it that made Spidalina look basic at Wimbledon? I could have been at Wimbledon as well. Remember also yeah. that Serena yeah. lost to Svitolina or in a dreadful, yeah. dreadful match at the Olympics. Yeah, yeah. Yes, that's the Svitolina um, moment in the sunshine. Yeah. You have to girl. Yeah. You have to boss her around. And very interestingly, her next opponent, Jen, is somebody who can boss the ball around. I think so. That's that's my, my yeah. sense of that too, is that yeah. that big serve. Not a lot of rallies. Just get it done. That's what yes. I thought Coco would try to do. Yes, but if Jen yeah. keeps the ball, if Jen doesn't keep the ball in, I think Coco you know, tried too hard to do that. Did she? Yeah, she she's right? overpressing. Yeah, uh, I, we see that in in her recent matches. I think she is trying to finish things too early, trying to manufacture the end of points when. Well, it's I not, maybe it's people not told there. her that. Maybe people told her that she. She's letting other people control mm -hmm. her game, and that she wants to be much more of the aggressor and step in and control her points better. Because I mean, that when you first encounter um, Coco, it was like the scrambler, right? She was very scrappy out there. I think she's trying to shape shake that up a little bit. But then I think they've done something wonky with her forehand. And so, yeah, I'm not sure what's going on with it. It goes off. Hopefully uh, she has time to, to, to get there because you know being 17, you know, like we, we can give her time. Yeah, you know, we're not in the 1990s. We're not in well, the 1990s where we would have expected a, a major from she, her right about now. She will get there, but get her an A-lister coach. <laughs> Mount said that um Halop is the one who blip who blitz um Swidalina Wimbledon 2019 and Halop was yes. blitzing everybody Thank yeah, you, yeah. thank you, thank you. Because I was watching it live, and <laughs> I was like, get pointed it out too. I think it was blinking. I was blinking. I was like, "What's going on?" <laughs> I felt so. She also it was humiliating. <laughs> but then again, sorry. Uh, she also did the another thing in the final. So just yeah, that. another disappointing. I I didn't find it disappointing. I found it um, inevitable. Was Andreescu? Oh um, yes. Yeah. Well, that was to be expected. No. Yeah, exactly. I think people are piling mm -hmm. pressure on her to, to do well. Her. She hasn't played and she hasn't and, played in um, forever. Yeah. No, exactly. She's been in like 18 but, months. But, but basically. also did you did you see the, the note she released afterwards? It's full of typos. She spoke to uh, just, just I was just like, girl. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, I thought that was the biggest type no. you, you spoke no, to Asta Panko. Well, I, it convinced me. No, 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 sorry. It's Kenny. Kenny is speaking to Asta, but it's it's Kenny. Let's speaking to yeah. Sorry. The night telling everybody to chill and you know relax and heal the planet or whatever. I don't know, it's something like that. But it convinced me that family is in a cult. Oh my it's god, still, I can't stop. No, really. It, 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 <laughs> you know. You know what it is though? I think the WTA constructed a narrative around BB. And yeah. and I think Listen, she may just she may not deliver. She may just be one of those one hit wonders. Yeah, like Ostapenko. I mean, yes. And, and she's they not have fit. Like she's not thing. fit. She's not fit at all. I mean, listen, if I were she was her, not I fit at all. out of the pandemic, she's like, listen, I'm not Deb just said that her. she's not fit. I mean, but she wasn't fit when she won. Exactly. That was the problem. No, no but I mean, this time and around, I mean, like, I mean, listen, I'm true. seeing far too many people come but out of this I mean, pandemic like, looking unfit. 
That's fine. What have they been doing? They're hanging out in their houses. But I mean, who clearly I mean, was la- out. two years ago when she won, she she could lay into the ball or something like that. But no, she's out of shape. Mm-hmm. And you could see that she doesn't. She's no, not doesn't no, no, have no. the match you fitness. Come out looking like it's, Serena. You should come out looking like Serena. Yeah, Serena's abs. <laughs> but, but I mean, a lot well, of athletes. I, they, they, I mean, special circumstances were being made for athletes. So athletes really can't. I mean, like they may not get their full training, but all athletes, particularly um, winter, not winter um, athletes, but um, summer athletes. They have been getting some training done. I mean, like, so I'm not going to say pandemic is the full reason. Because a lot of people, I've seen a lot of athletes have access to gyms outside doing something. So Canada was not under crazy lockdown. So Pablo, your story might hold some credibility. That was to be expected for Andrescu, though. She was already injured. She probably didn't practice a lot. She had already said something along those lines, too, right? Yeah. And she's injury prone, so give her time. No, she she was ready. No, I mean, well, she clearly wasn't. But though. she said quite the opposite. She said she was ready. She said she was ready. She said, you know, well, even you though know she pulled all, out of the you know last ready? week, all the week before. You know who wasn't ready? Baker. Sophia Kennan. Oh. <laughs> Talking of one-hit wonders. <laughs> oh. You know what? Okay, can I just say, I saw her press conference, and maybe we expected a lot from her. I don't know. I, if, I don't know why she thought though. I thought that was really strange yeah. that they were. That press conference was odd because I mean I know she was the defending champ, but even her winning was out of the blue. So the idea that there had been this narrative build up around her, let's be honest, nobody built up a narrative around her. That was all in her own head, right? Like I don't really remember see a special about her. Nobody was mm-hmm. like, who's going to defend their title? So I would have been like, girl, you're under the radar. Everyone's looking at Serena for uh, and, and And Andreen, <laughs> her management agency chucked her out. Did they? Oh, yeah. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. They that's did. true. She has new, she has new yeah. management. Oh, for... no. They, t- they told I'm her to get lost. The fashion shoot, they advised against it, and she went ahead. No, it's oh, the, uh, they, because of her, the way that she runs her things, or not her, but her family run things, and they just said, get get the fuck out of here. We're not representing you anymore. I could have told now, for an agency you. to do that, that's big news. Right. Normally, you have to have committed your murder or something, or, <laughs> you know, or, or it was out of the top 100. I think it was the fashion faux pas. Might have been the hair slick hair. Um, the oil, oil slick hair might have done it. No, I maybe I somebody see- read her father's statement and was just like. <laughs> <laughs> but also, Kennan lost this week again. She yeah, entered into the other tournament in Melbourne, and she, and there's an Australian, an Australian days. qualifier. Yeah. Oh, Mont girl had a statement. She 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 put out due to difficulty with the athletes' environment. Top five management has decided not to extend okay. collaboration. With Sophia Kennan. And she said, the photo yeah. shoots, oh my God, trash. We agree. Maybe that's. <laughs> <laughs> Although I, I felt a certain kind of way in the press conference. You know, oh, Steph, those are so, so bad. So bad. So, yeah, I think she was, it was sad, the press conference, because I was like, girl, mm. I don't think, I think you put a well, lot of those that things part on you. of my draw is Shit City, um, where <laughs> Kennan is. I, mean, I, I was surprised Vika because, went out early. We didn't even mention Vika. I mean, no, I was let's like, not even mention Vika. Was Vika feeling faint? 
See, that was Vika yeah. 1.0. That was Vika 1.0. She's Get back. Around. Oh. Vika, I thought you would have made some noise here and coming off the heel of another US. I don't think loss. I have I anybody have correct like... in this part of my draw. Well, I had Sloan and Sloan, Sloan showed up. Who's doing that? I mean, Bree told you not to fake Sloan. I mean, I, it was it was Black History Month. I was honoring Sloan, but I, I wasn't wrong about that. Brady. So, but truth was... and reconciliation, we should do in Black History Month. And that's... <laughs> Oh God! Truth and recognition. I, 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 I slowly follow that up with another loss in the in the other tournament as well. And I mean, I get it. I know a lot of things is going on in her life, but you know, she's a confidence player. She gotta get rolling. She has to be on a you know. She has to get momentum. But she says in in a, in a lot of times she turned around and said, "You know, I'm fine." So I don't know. It's pretty rough. I didn't. Probably. I didn't see her press conference. But you know who? Um, who saw any of the um Jesse? Pagula, Pagula matches. I didn't see any of her matches, sadly. I, I saw them. And and she's bashing, she's bashing her opponents off the court. Well, that's all. Thank you. I was about to say she was, <laughs> she was stripping clean off the court, but I mean, we can go with Pablo's definition. She's yeah. really, she's boss. She's bullying them around the court. Like she, yeah, yeah, yeah. She had yeah, the. Oh, so, she, she's, so she's gonna play. So she's the one that's playing Spidalina. Yes, and she Ooh. hasn't dropped a set either. So, oh, Spinalina, yeah. you better you better come correct for that match. I'll look forward to seeing that one. I haven't. Um, well, well, that's the one for today. She can right? bash Spinalina right off. <laughs> yeah, Spinalina is Spinalina and Gail can go cry together. But Spinalina <laughs> is aware that players are going to try to out hit her off of the court, but still yet she survives. The problem for Spinalina is not the opponent across the net. Is herself in the second week of a major. That's where she trips up over herself. I mean, I'm sure she would. She, she would rather face Pagula than um, Vika. So I'm sure she's happy about that turn of events. It's, it's both new for them. Because, yeah, so I was I surprised think... Benchit lost early. Oh, so, she was well, horrible. I thought she was. Yeah, like, yeah. I just always but, expect. Yeah. I always expect Svitolina to self destruct. Yeah. Can I just say I was Second watching week. the benches. I was watching the benches. I never trust Fidelina ever. Yeah, and um, and Chrissy was like, "Oh, I don't know why Benchic." She's like, "I think I know why Benchic is struggling. Struggling. This is a girl that plays very similar, oh, but just a little bit better." <laughs> <She's> st- <laughs> <laughs> and I was like, "How cruel! How cruel are you, Benches? You're just like a a little bit better than." Elise Mertens, but um, <laughs> I was like, ouch. But yeah, but, oh, I mean, talking I about um, that girl should have won this match because Netsova should have been in the second round. Um, or the third round. No, oh yeah, my no, god, no. I watched that, yeah. of course. Mm-mm. Mm-mm. <laughs> that just, it was just me messy. Spetafot so messy. hard. Get herself to only trip over herself, and then and then she turned into Sveta. Mm. Whatever, I had no, she should probably just go do a photo shoot, and Kenan should watch. Yeah, she did. That outfit was didn't belong there. Oh, you know what? We've been on, we've been on the ladies. Um, let's let's talk about some of the other matches. She looked trashy, they all look trashy, but her hair, I always judge Sveta on her hair. If her hair is right, I know she can change her how was her, her hair? hair? Was you know she? I think she Why? pressed it out. Straight man, she looked really nice. Oh. 
you can see it come together right now. Yeah. She had it How in a the bun. Other How can you even say that? I don't know. She's got um. I'm watching different hair. things than you got. are watching, Janina. You're not watching. You're not watching above her neck, Janina. Let's be honest. You're not. <laughs> she calls you. She called it. Shut your mouth. Uh, <laughs> let, wait, wait. Now let's before before we move on from the let before we move on from the women, y'all. Let's talk about the powerhouse matches from yesterday because. You know how the overcompensation goes. Oh my God, the WTA had an amazing day. It was an amazing day. So yes, let's talk about this. Were you all feeling yourselves? Well, first of all, we didn't kind of I mean, really did. They stole another match. So let's but, talk um, about. I had. Wait, you two decide which one's going. Okay, you I'm going to start with Gabs and um, Osaka. I had no mm -hmm. doubt Osaka was going to win this match. No doubt. Oh. No matter whatever the score line told me, unless this said game set match Gabinia, I was like, Osaka's going to win this match. In fact, I predicted she was going to win the match when she lost the first set. I was just like, <laughs> well, no, I'm going to win so this mean. match. No, I'm not no, even wait, being wait. mean. Is, is that a testament to Muggs or is that a testament to the power well, of um, Osaka right now that you just think she can well, turn Well, it's both back. things because one of the things I've <laughs> noticed about Osaka as of late, really, She's you remember Andre and you and I watched a match with her actually the year she won the US event. She played Sabalenka and yeah, she was a Sabalenka. hot mess on the court. Yes. And then Sabalenka Ooh. was in the match. And the minute she just stopped and she was just like, I don't need to behave this way. Like, you know, yep. exactly. it's me being rude and carrying on. It's not gonna change a point, right? I just need to focus on my tennis. Yeah, she and became, it was the same thing in the US. Open. Yeah, she could be no late esque where right. they just, just turn the just match like, on the dime. And yeah, you know she's I, the kind she, of person where you can't read energy from her. Like if she's if she's nah, still, you can't read whether she's excited or happy. And you know, Gabby. I mean, nah, Gabby, she when she when when she decides to get step us, it up. Yeah, she has the ability, and when she decides to step it up, there's nothing is going to stop her. And it's exactly what she did against Garbinia. And it's exactly what she did in the other matches uh, and in the US Open when she said, oh, fuck this. I'm not that. Exactly. This is not it's like, why am I playing you know, basics? Why am I playing I, basic tennis yeah. when I could step in the court and take this match over? And I think when, particularly against uh, Muguruza, when, she's, when Naomi decided to step it up, I don't think she lost, I don't think she had an unforced error so, from that point on. And she just nailed it. She didn't waver. She locked in like an Exocet missile, and she just went for it. And who else in the WTA can do that? Aside from Serena. They're, they're Aside from Serena, who else is able to literally, in the Serena. middle of a, uh, halfway through the second set, yeah, no is one. able to say, I, the, I, Serena's the only one. Serena's back in 2000. Yes. I'm showing yes. my age. <laughs> You know who but, used to be able to do that? Vika in 2011. So I, During that Vika period, Vika used to do that in a match. She could yeah. turn a match. And around. the other thing for Gabin, the unfortunate thing for Gabin is that Osaka was not a Williams sister. So she <laughs> she's going to lose that plot at some point. She's, she's like, going to lose that plot real quick. <laughs> sorry, go ahead, Zina. Oh, my God. But, uh, the, but, but there is something I about... I was totally sorry. thinking that. So I, I didn't see... Um, I didn't see the whole match. I 
I caught it when uh, Osaka, I think she, she saved a couple match points, then she broke, and then she went on to win. That's all I got to see of it. However, when I tuned into it, I thought mm, Osaka's going to win this match because Muggs will self-implode or Osaka will just step it up because Muguruza was clearly already playing top level. She didn't have anywhere else to go. I mean, she looked good, and the points that I saw were really solid. You know, the started doing us working on, and she's an other sister. Thought we're getting like every other word of you, Janina. Okay, then I'll butt in. Yeah, sorry. (laughs) Garbinia comes into these matches like a matador, and she ends up like the bull at the end of it, in some of them. (laughs) Really. She just, she deflates. And, um, okay, Naomi stepped it up, but Garbinia started spraying balls. Yeah. And it just, you feel she's just, she can't hold it together. Yeah, the the Love 40 game, Mm -hmm. those were all errors. Those were just yeah. all her errors. It was just like there was nothing that I don't think it was anything Osaka did particularly well in any of that game for her. It was just all her, mm-hmm. it's all on her. So yeah. there's something that happens at Mugs. Maybe. Well, I, I think one of the reasons I should add why I felt that Naomi was going to win this match is that typically when Gabinia is on, she runs away with the match. She can, mm-hmm. she has to take a swift lead, you know. She knows when she takes down Venus, and but you know, and Serena in particular, is that she has to be it can't be 6 4. If it's 6 4, she won us at 6 4. I said, No, she's not in it. It's she, she's walking that very tight line, as Pablo points out. Like, she can't sustain it. I don't know if it's if it's a match fitness, but I don't know if but Gabin is not the kind of person who could like, like Naomi and Serena just like focus on tennis and then just get the techniques flowing. She has to be one of those players who quote unquote feel like they're in the zone. And then don't know how they get into the zone and get out of the zone. And then there's all kind of problems for her because she doesn't know how to get back to sort of like basic. So I don't trust her. I mean again, Kenin won a major off of her. And it was a three set. I'm just saying because I mean come on, if anyone else had that opportunity, you know what mm-hmm. I mean? Like, they wouldn't have let Kenan get away with it, particularly in three sets. I mean, look at Ashbody. She had Vander Silva. She was just like, you think I'm playing three set with this girl? No. I'm running with this. <laughs> but I mean, like, this is, I mean, I'm just saying. I'm just saying oh, that Gabinia was in a final and it wasn't a Williams sister. It was supposed to be six love and love. Yeah. I and was, she I handled was the Williams sisters far more efficiently. So I'm just saying, Gabina, get yourself together. I don't know if country is the coach for you, but I don't think Tumik definitely is not the coach for you. You don't need to return to that mess. You need to find a happy medium somewhere else. Um, but you need to get How yourself together. So let's head to the Sabalinka-Serena match. I came home just in time to catch it. Um, I'm just going to say... Again, I had no fate. I had no doubt that Serena would have won this match, but I know... I felt the psychic energy of my timeline. Y'all are weighing me down. I swear to God. Y'all are just weighing me down. I mean, like, 
I had a friend texting me. He just, I just say, like, can you breathe now? He just like, no, no. The Serena wanted a second set. Serena got broken in the third set. He said, no, I can't breathe. I'm just like, he's just like, I'm really nervous. I'm just like, he just like, I just need Serena to win 24. Apparently 23 wasn't enough for y'all. So I don't think 24 is going to matter. I don't think you one was going to matter. I, I, I have to say, I felt I the same way. I didn't expect it to be so tight. That's much as I would say. I knew Serena would win, but I didn't expect it to be so tight. But no, the only Serena. tightness had nothing to do with Sabalenka, unfortunately, which sounds horrible. But it was really Serena. Serena, like, right. Like the second set, losing her serve. What was it? What was it? What was she at? Twenty nine percent. Thirty six percent, I think, for the set. For the set, right? But early on, yeah. when I was when I oh yeah 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 no no, no she was yeah, she was a... she, she won the first yeah. set. She lost the second set. That's what I got wrong. Yes. But yeah, yeah, but you know what I kept thinking to myself? Can, did you all know what was going on with her serve? I couldn't tell what had happened. Like I kept looking at it, going, "What's gone off?" Like I could not see why she was doing so poorly. Because it's not as if like, Sabalenka was taking a particularly aggressive return stance or anything. Like if, I was just like, "What's happened here?" But it was just like um, a timing okay. issue. Okay, I think on the first serve she just lost rhythm. Yeah. Uh, and then what Sabalenka was doing was Sabalenka planted herself on the baseline. Right, right on the baseline, not you know just behind it, but right on it, and I think that was a problem. So hence we had something like eight double faults, and that's always a, Serena does that whenever her opponent gets aggressive on Zheng the second Zhi. serve return. Yeah, yeah, and um, but this is a touch of what we were just talking about with Naomi. Serena decided in the third set, no fucking way am I losing to this bitch. <laughs> And oh, I've, had enough of, I've had enough of her screaming. She, oh my she, God. Can we talk about I, the screaming? It was ridiculous. Like, why it, wasn't that called a hindrance? Some of it's those. It's in hindrance territory because she what? also, it's, manufact it's manufactured. It's manufactured <laughs> because she has, it varies in pitch, in range, in velocity, in uh, duration. Um, uh, and in strength, it's all over the place. And sometimes she forgets. Just, so she'll well, hit shots. Like I pointed out, there were two consecutive yeah. shots, so she didn't make a peep. Yeah, well, I, uh, don't they remember, were big forehands. I don't remember it from seeing her live. Like, I know people are like, oh, is this the first time you've watched her? But I've watched Sabalenka live. When she was playing Osaka that year, I don't she recall was, that at all. Not no, I, really. I, she's, no, no, she's had problems in the past. And I think she had problems at Eastbourne one year. Where she got um, code violations because it was so bloody noisy, and you know all the old grannies who go to the Eastbourne tournament are all tutting away and um, saying how awful it is. But I think she actually got a, a penalty a few years back. Yeah, like it's not the Vika one because Vika's one is like her rhythm and her breathing, right? But it's like this one was like a child, like I'm upset, my serve is wrong, kind of thing. I was like, okay, have a meltdown, all right, but can we get it together? But you know, you know what I, you know, to to um, Steph's point about how your timeline wasn't that angsty, I actually didn't think people were that angsty because they knew at some point in time Serena could gather herself and take and she, the match, and and she did. Yeah. First and her first serve, although it was tight in the third set, her first serve percentage seventy one. And when Serena's above sixty, she's not losing matches. It's as simple <laughs> as that. No, really. 
And, I mean, and she that, only lost that second set because she was like, I don't know. She was like, what's going on out here? I thought she was she, taking a little stroll to just roll up and take the thirds. But it's even just, she herself said she wasn't particularly worried because... I, I thought she remained incredibly calm um, through the match. Yeah. And I... From the get-go, you could see she wasn't going. This wasn't going to be one of those matches where she gave up, uh, which no. I have the feeling. Oh of my god, that was defense arena match, right? Absolutely, arena was, like, was work. Every can I tell you, the commies were shocked. At some point in time, they were like, oh, I guess we can assume Serena has been working out. I was like, well, I mean, the outfit tells you. The abs are there. <laughs> <laughs> the Serena defense was... <laughs> no, that, that um, when she hit two high lobs, uh, just amazing how she got to them. And when well, she does I, that, I you know, no she's not giving up. Match. I had no doubt in that I match. Mean, and I think the, it's just because... The Serena chorus is all in agreement with you. You know, um, um, O said that Tabalanka has a little Irani thrown in, um, with her yeah. screen. But I'm surprised yeah. that umpires don't say something. I mean, like, the it Tabalanka? doesn't have to be, yeah, it doesn't have to be like mm -hmm. it could be a warning, like, say, girl, like, this is crazy. <laughs> I mean, well, it'll, it'll cost her at one point, and, it, and she'll learn, she'll learn. <laughs> but you know, I think everyone kept talking but, about, and I'm Tabalanka. also, but, but I guess players don't want to take a I guess players don't want to take themselves out of the zone and then because that's to be a way in which I think players can address some of these issues when they know that their opponent is being messy. But again, I guess it might take out become the tenor of the match, right? You want to just focus on what's across your side of the net. But I mean, there's no way I was going to be playing a match with this girl and she was going to be carrying on. It's like, no way. I'm just like, love. If you don't talk to her, I will. <laughs> You know what? Serena was unbothered by it, though. She was she just kept it moving. But, but also, I felt I felt that was a really good match for Serena. Yeah, it was um, a very good match. A big hitter, lots of pressure from from the start. She had to raise herself. Um, she couldn't rely on her reputation across the net because um, Savalenka doesn't give a shit, um, and Savalenka <laughs> was gunning for her. Yeah. Really. Yeah, you know, looked and, like she was uh, ready for this match. She came for this match. She wasn't concerned no, about winning right. the tournament. She was concerned about winning this match only. That's Sabalenka. That's what I. She she was going, um, kamikaze. She looked like this well, was a kamikaze. I mean, it was important because she hadn't actually gotten to this round before. No, so, she's not a slam performer. Yeah. Yeah. So it's actually pretty performer. cool. But you know, I saw that and I was like, you know what? I realized about you, Sabalenka. You're not quite all there yet. But when no. you do, <laughs> oh no! I mean, I, I consider like, her to be because I wasn't worried, and that's that's a sign of something. Like at no point in time, no matter how scrappy it was getting, I really wasn't that worried. So that tells me I was like, I don't think she's all together yet. Um, well, I was worried. Well, for me, for me, it's the outfit. It's the outfit. For me, it's like <laughs> you can't be ready for the limelight and keep accepting this trash from Nike oh, because the other girls know. The other girls know Nike ain't taking this. Uh-uh, send it back. What do you think I am? Sabalenka came out dressing like the crowds. I'm telling no, you. But, but, no, but Sabalenka is like playing oh, um, is like a Gabinia. I don't I don't rely on her match fitness. Like she was fit for that one period several um couple of years ago, but she's never shown that commitment to stay within matches and stay within a tournament as she did that one time. So I don't know. I mean, like maybe she can have a one good tournament one off, but she doesn't look like she's ready for, to be, you know, taken over the reins of the WTA. I mean, Who, none of these girls look. 
Yeah, she doesn't like she's ready. No. But, uh, okay, it's one of the reasons because she hasn't had a decent coach. I mean, and she's, she messed around with Tursunov for a couple of years. Do you know what didn't, it is? Didn't make any progress. It's the discipline. You know how we talk, we're talking, we can see the difference, the growth that's happened with Osaka. She just lacks discipline on court. Like, there's no reason why she, if you've done the work to come back in that third set, have some self control. She was out of, she was out of control in that match. Like, I just never felt like she was mentally settled enough to do what you need to do to, 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 to beat Serena. I mean, case in point, the woman before her. Who was that girl in the Serena match? And I was like, wow, girl, you almost had it. And you just choked it away. Um, Patova. Patova. Yeah. Patova. Patova. What is it? Potapova. Potapova. I want to do twice. I want to do two T's twice. But that match, that poor girl, she worked so hard. And then she was like, I'm so sorry. I can't serve out this debt. <laughs> okay. Okay. This is, this is a, this is a, this is a good example for me of somebody who they're really pushing hard. She's I don't think she's broken the top 100 yet. And I don't think she's got anywhere near the talent to keep her successfully within the top 50 over her career. But uh, there's a lot of energy behind her. Very much and, so. Um, she, and she believes that she's capable of doing it. And I, she just demonstrated that, uh, again, technical game hanging by a thread. She has, they've given her a serve, mo a new serve motion, which completely doesn't fit with her natural arc. She's not somebody, uh, this, she's got an Ivan Lendl ball toss. Um, mm. And then she has this weird way of flattening the racket out at the back and coming around. So she, and she doesn't have the physical strength to then heave it up, which is needed when you have a toss like that. Completely wrong for her. And that's why you see it going all over the place. Um, so, but in spite, but in spite of that, those technical difficulties, that was all mental. Mm -hmm. Yes, all mental, absolutely, that was all mental. That I mean, she kept looking at her coach, and her coach was like, "I can't help you. Let me look away. Maybe I won't." <laughs> <laughs> but did you catch? Did you catch the beginning of the match before it started? No. Why? She, okay, they get into the stadium. And she's sitting down and she's screaming at her, her box, move, I can't see you. And they're not really understanding. So she then turns to the umpire and tells the umpire to ask them to move. The umpire shouldn't interfere in shit like that. The well, umpire should have said, like, you, I want to see the hand the, signals better. Why? Yeah, exactly. The umpire should say, if you want them to move, go over and tell them. It's not my business. I've got yeah, she was throwing plate. a legit fit because she didn't have a direct line of sight to her coat. Yeah, and, and her coach was Motormouth for the first set. Oh, that's um, hilarious! There was lots of coaching, and uh, typical. Even with, uh, I don't know if you saw it, was uh, Sabalenka as well. Lots of coaching. Oh, brutal! Yeah, oh, that's, that's, oh, that's usual. That was at the US Open too. But I mean, Osaka was getting it from um, from um, then. It was what's his name, um, Sasha. Sasha you know, she was getting. It. So, Sasha was giving all of the hand signals there all the time. But you know, funny. <laughs> In the previous well, tournament for the Australian Open, um, so their coach was talking too much to her, and she told the umpire, "Can't you give him uh, one or something?" <laughs> Stop it! I don't know why he's talking so much. He's doing too much. Okay, uh, you forget you know that she's the one who's getting the one and not the coach. Like the one we, we have given the dish. I guess we're going to reserve a little bit for 
let's talk a little bit about the ATP. What matches? Oh, I, sorry. Well? One second. One second one. before we move on. Did you watch? <laughs> like, the Hall- like Pablo's like, I stay on the WTA, bitches. Go ahead. <laughs> yeah. did, you, did you watch the Halep, Halep's Fiontech? No, oh, no one watches Halep. No. no, no, no. That was last night. I missed that. I fell asleep. How I was saw that? a couple pieces of it. I, I oh, got excited. I thought Halep was going to lose. Oh, yeah, I thought she was, but she she pulled it through. She kept her level, and she she pulled it through. Um, that was a pretty good win, and Halep looks in pretty good shape. But I still expect Serena to take her out comfortably. In, it, comfortably? No three sets. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Two sets. I Two tight know, sets. But... A little second. Hasn't Serena been getting a little sleepy? <laughs> no, only last night. No, no. you need we need, you and I need to stay out of this fight because these people have sold their soul, given up a promise <laughs> for their first bond. They are gunning for this twenty. Well, listen. You know what? I want to see. I want to see ultimate defense Serena go up against um this ultimate defense Halep. Let's see what they bring. Is I mean, the last Serena, time they each other Serena has. I was mean, y'all like, this is not even the final. This is a quarterfinal. She has potential. Osaka Ashre. You know, Shrey is going to come in here like Zhang Ji and just stand on that baseline. <laughs> just you know, Serena can't deal with that. Serena cannot deal with that. No, Serena is ready for that. Serena's like, give me that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Listen, All right. Before we leave the w- then, before we okay, before we leave the WTA, shout out to WTA legend. You know who? Who's doing extremely well? Who's that? WTA Wait, legend. Tell us, Shelby. Oh, Shelby. Oh wait, we did, we totally. Can I tell you? This is horrible. We've completely ignored the side of the draw. Yes, Barty is on, like Donkey Kong. Um, yep. You got the crowd. No, there's no crowd. Oh, sorry, girl. Mm. Stop it. You got home court advantage. No, it's Barty versus Shelby. Now it's going to be Elise versus Mukova, and then it's Becky versus Brady. Okay, all right. Who you picking? Can I just mention one little thing, please? What? One of my favorite moments of this entire tournament was that Mukova stole that second set from Treebed, and Treebed managed to murder somebody. (laughs) Mukova, who makes some money? I don't know. Please. Somebody been telling these girls some lies because Priscilla thought she was going to win this Australian Open. She thought this was her. Yes, she did. Com- she thought this her. was hers. She they was okay was with. She was. She was okay with losing the first set. You know, she was okay, and she was up five love, and she saw that finish line already. And Mokova said, "Um, wait. How about I? <laughs> how about breadstick? Let's try. Let me get breadstick." Priscilla was up five love. Yes. Up five love in that school. Oh my god! Your face. Let me get a three piece in a Listen, she's my favorite. I just think she has great legs. No, no, no I remember. But she you has know great what, legs. You know, you know, Copley's looked ahead and said, "Wait, I have Elise at the other side in the fourth <laughs> round." I got to oh, get through that. was like, "Yes, honey, I get to go through at least." Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Well, That's well, why Mukova saw Mukova saw Elise and not a body or somebody crazy over there. Mukova was just like, "I'm going to take this." No, that that was ter- an absolutely terrific recovery, but also mm-hmm. Mukova is a real talent and is going yeah. to be around. Yeah. And will be top ten. I think she uh, I, she had a nice run at the at Roland Garros, right? Maybe. Uh-huh. A year and a half ago? Oh, well, well yeah. obviously not last year because I couldn't remember anything that happened last year, but I guess it was the year before. <laughs> but also, Mertens is playing really well. Yeah, Mertens is really. I, she's and lovely. Then she's not. 
I don't trust. I know that's kind of how she rolls. Like she'll be like she looks unstoppable, and then she runs into a wall somewhere. Maybe it'll be Mukova. And it's also she plays doubles, and she plays. She's a very good doubles player. With um, oh my god, I forget who she plays doubles with. But she she's still around. She's still alive in the doubles, so she's playing a lot of tennis here. So who's um, according to Pablo? Oh, Sabalenka. She plays with Sabalenka actually. Yeah, so who's left here? Um, who's going to be the final four here? We already know the final four on the other side. It's Tuwe, Osaka, Serena, and Halep. Who's going to be left here? We've got Barty I'd versus Bar Shelby. Bar Barty. Mm -hmm. I think Mertens. Mm -hmm. I think Jen Brady, mm -hmm. who's bashing everybody off the court. Hit them all. And surprise, surprise, I think it could be uh, another American, Jenny. Oh, Jessica. Oh, I'm mm -hmm. going to give Sorry, Je Jessica. Yeah, Jessica. I, thought, I thought it was Jesse, but yeah, it's Jessica. Yeah. yeah. Oh, wow. Two Americans. Oh, look at this. Two Americans left on the I side. think there might be three Americans. I mean, I ain't going to sleep on Shelby because you know Shelby's good for one upset. And since Tyler's <laughs> around, she's going she's to grab Batty. I mean, like, I'm just saying. Oh, I don't know. I I think we're fine with that. Shelby's got. I feel like Shelby could really boss around Barty in that match. We don't think so. Mm. I think so. No. So I'm gonna go the opposite. Uh, of Pablo says I'm gonna, no. <laughs> I'm gonna go with Rogers. I'm gonna go with Mukova because I just don't like Elise. I don't know what it is Maybe because she's Belgian. I might be oh wrong. Oh my god! You're harsh. I mean, she she comes out of the Kleisters and and in school. And I yeah, mean, yeah, 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 yeah. Exactly. I'm just I know what you mean. of Belgian. Yeah, she's Belgian. Um, I'm not here for European turf walk, Pablo. So you know. <laughs> <laughs> I'm just saying a uh, tennis vibe, okay? Uh, yeah, I'm going to go with Jen Brady uh, and I'm going with Svitolina. Jen Brady and Svitolina. Vekic um, just got out by the skin of her teeth. But you know what? It probably doesn't even matter because the winner's not coming from this side. No, I <laughs> That's agree. what I say. I agree. Oh, yep. harsh. But you know, um, so I saw uh, Steph um, no, uh, Barty is not hurt. She just says that they put a really large tape on her. She has some, a little bit of a, I think some sort of bruise on her leg, but the tape looks on, very on big. Barty? Yeah, but it looks like uh. she has a big tape, but she's actually not injured. She says not, mm. not injured. Yeah, because we always wear tape when we're not injured at all, right? When you're warm. Well, I think she had some little thing. It was for Radvanska, so why wouldn't it work for her? Isn't she back in okay. Poland already? Oh, no. Listen, you all, you all know that the biggest surprise thus far is my top six, still in week number two, Grigor Dimitrov. I know. Grigor. Let me tell y'all a little something, okay? Like, I know, forgive me, tennis god. So I was watching Grigor match, you know? It's not something I want to do, but you know what I mean? Why? Um, because you know what? Let me tell you something. There are some very good matches I can't watch because of the commentators, but we're going to deal with that another, at a later point. But so I switched over to Gregor. And for a moment, I was just like, oh, this is how they, why they're calling him baby fed. I mean, Gregor was bouncing that ball sexy like fed. I mean, Gregor was <laughs> is this really the first time you've he's... noticed that? Listen, it's I'm the first time saying. he's paying attention to Griggs. He just said, I'm just saying, Gregor. Let me tell you how sexy Grigor is at this tournament. I was watching Felix and um, Karatsev. Karatsev, no, I was going to say his first name, Aslan, because <laughs> I like his Aslan. first name better. I like his Aslan. first name too, Aslan. <laughs> uh, he was playing Aslan, and the commentators were all caught up in one-handed backhands. <laughs> Neither of these players had a one-handed backhand. <laughs> 
they were commenting. They wanted, they even had a Final Fantasy of a tournament with only one-handed backhand players oh. while this five-set match was going on. So that's how sexy Grigor is. It's not just me. Everyone well, when Grigor is on, he plays very sexy tennis. And let me tell you something. When he's sitting at a table trying to uh, woo the press, he oozes sexiness. Well, let's not go That's just who he press. is. No, Come I mean, on, like, stop it. it just, no, it just rolls off of him. It's so this easy. Could you plug all like, Janina's internet for me, Because I don't know why she's on. <laughs> hey, I'm just keeping it real. It's Thank true. you, Zenobis. Zenobis is like not sexy like Fed, but I'm just saying he's giving you that little, like, Grego is finally coming into his element. I don't know what it is. I mean, like, he's done You know what it is? The it's the post-COVID post Gregs. He's a little rough around the edges now, not as polished. I like it. He looks a little, he looks a little life, I mean, he's, he's living life on the edge going to that Adria at all. So, I mean, I'm just thinking he's just like, no <laughs> regret. What do you no want to regret. say, Pablo? <laughs> he is, he, he is, he is a tease on this um, he is a tease on this mm -hmm. and um he hasn't dropped a set he's, he's playing the he hasn't tennis. dropped a set yeah he's well first of all pcb retired so that was a I nice mean, as he's one to do, i'm surprised he retired against gregor not you know against rafa but he wasn't on his side of the draw so he was no, just like PCB, well. pcb fights pcb fights no you know i mean i but then you know they said before that Griggs feels comfortable playing team, and then team showed up like he had not. He had a rough night. Who's who's team dating? Because team did not look like he was ready. He's dating um, the Gabrilova. aftermath of Curios. Gavrilova. <laughs> I think he's dating Gavrilova because I don't know who in their right mind sitting in a press room and say, "I want to be like Dominic Team." He's on that Nobody. Kind of <laughs> what is that? Did you someone so check cool. whether she had COVID? Because that sounds like a fever dream to me. Like, you know what's so bad, Reels? You retweeted her and asked her if she was okay. <laughs> well, I asked her if she wanted to be in a room number interview for number four. That? Dominic, all the players in the world, you wouldn't think Dominic Team is who I want to be. But like, you know what, though? Let's Dominic Team don't even want to be Dominic Team. That's the crazy part. I know, but you know what? So let's let's be honest though. Even though, as everyone has agreed, this was a boring turn. This has been a boring tournament for the men. But there have been some lovely upsets. It just look, hasn't really mattered that much, right? Like I mean, look, Grigo in that first set, Grigo Dominic got an old knee. Dominic Grigo said, "Nope, we're not doing this today, boo. Nope." Yeah, I know. Well, look, I Dominic, and I'm going to run away with this match. You got bageled by Grigo Dimitrov, dominating. You don't even deserve an interview. Oh, you got bagel. See, I mean, who could stay up to watch that? It was in the middle of the damn night, wasn't it? And Dominic, no. you know, Dominic was having. Well, maybe Dominic. for you on the East Coast, it was six love. Briggs had no problem, but let's talk about the problem that we ha all have. How do we solve a problem like Felix? Oh Lord, listen, Look. that just broke my heart. I just feel like I keep waiting. I mean, he's young. I get it, and we have plenty of time to wait, but. Why, why are you losing matches? You should be winning. I just felt no, like no. he was playing stupid tennis. No, you know, wait, wait, wait. They, it, it's not so much that he should win. They played before and split a match per Pablo, I think. Right, so right, right. Yep. But I. Think, but he was um, in a winning position. Like, finish that shit up. out. 
No, not really. I think he was up yes. winning position. Damn, no, he was up, wait, wait, wait. He he was was up two sets. sets. He was up two sets. But here's the problem, though. He was living on the edge for the match, yep. right? Because the yep. guy was the guy was pressing. He was making too many errors, and he saw that you know. And Felix, he was flowing. He was running around the court, and I'm sure that guy did his homework on Felix. Felix, Felix, gotta be in and out. Okay, Felix can't hang around. Okay, he gotta be in and out. And I think in the second, the third set, the guy got the early break because Felix was yes, in the he first, did. early. In the, early. Third, in the first set, the guy was breaking because they were trading breaks in the beginning. And then the guy was just like, you know, let me just wait and see a minute. And in the third set, um, you know, this is you have to manage the five set match because being up two sets to love is a different match when you're up two sets to one. It's a whole different match when it comes to that fourth set. So I think Felix was the guy kept pressing and putting Felix behind the gun on the rest of the match. And with that, Felix starts spraying the ball. He keeps going for this shot that he couldn't make. Like there isn't another. I don't know, another gear, another... He didn't have a plan B. You know what, though? Uh, I, I, always feel, I always feel for the person who's up two sets. Because you're thinking to yourself, just win one more. One more. And then you just see them disappearing. Three <laughs> freaking set. It's just... Stupid. But, but, but think, about it. think about it this way, uh, Andre. <laughs> How do you manage a five set match, right? Let's say you're up two sets to two sets to love, right? In the third you know set, and you if feel I'm like up, you, you if I'm up two sets to love, and and things are going disastrously in the third set, I let that third set go. Okay, right, right. That's what you do, right? Because remember, I, I've heard a lot of tennis players say when you easily when you're easily beating a player, you have doubts in your mind: is this me or is this yes, him or her? So you have that battle within yourself, right? And like I said, the guy was already looking at Felix Silva already. Felix was being a little, he was spraying the ball and the guy had breaks on Felix Silva already. So Felix came into the third set, not thinking, Felix really didn't think about anything other than, I'm going to take this in three sets. Mm. But then the guy just came back and then now you're down two sets to one. So do mm. you do that same plan in the fourth set? Because in the fourth I, set, I, I think you do. I think in the fourth set, you pretend it's set one all over again mentally. You reshift, you forget about the third set, and you completely just go lose your memory for the third set. You fucked up, but you know what? Let's let me dial back in like I was in set one. Right. The match has restarted. I think when you don't restart the match mentally, you are playing against the grain, you're playing against the gun, which is not a good thing for Felix. If he that's like him in finals. Right, but watch what happens when you lose the fourth set, when you give it all in the fourth set. No, no, you don't have to. You're not giving it all enough. Remember, no. if I, said, I said pay the fourth set like you're paying the first set. You're not giving it at all. You're resetting. Okay, I see what you're saying. You know, but I you're think some of them do that. You go to yourself, okay, it, I'm, I'm rebuilding. I, I feel like the great ones, that's what they do in the They rebuild set. for the fourth they set. They rebuild. They rebuild in the fourth set, and they start the game all over in their own minds. But I think Felix is still thinking, I'm two sets ahead. I'm like, don't do that. <laughs> but, but also, Felix, I don't think Felix, Felix is aware, like, unlike what Karatsev is aware, was aware of in the match, what? what was going wrong and what needed to be fixed. Yeah, I he doesn't, he doesn't Felix, self-correct. Felix, Felix, I doesn't find know he doesn't correct. correct. I don't know why that is. He doesn't know how to like manage himself mid-match. Change. He doesn't change it up. He keeps doing more and more of the same thing, which is pressing and going going for his shots. Like I'm always like, dude, 
I watched that, that whole this. match basically. He didn't have a plan for the fifth set. Like mm. it was just like he was just like, I'm gonna hope that <clears throat> Aslan messes up. That's what he was hoping for. And Aslan yeah, was just like, Look, I'm already here. Somebody will be around. Yes. I guess what? Also, Quali like, I think he gets out of position. Why does Felix take such an extreme position to hit that forehand? Um, I think uh, he's giving himself space it, for errors. Sorry, Papa, go ahead. Okay. Felix came out in this match like he comes out in virtually all his matches, firing on all cylinders. And that's great over the maximum three sets. But he can't pace himself. Oof, and no, and shots that he would be making in the first, second, and even the third set, and the score is much closer than okay, it was six three six one the first two sets, but it was much closer than that. Um, shots he'd be making in those sets easily and finishing points well, he was just missing coming into the fourth, third, fourth set, and then of course it kind of unwound itself in the fifth set. I feel he doesn't find that I wonder if he just struggles to to maintain focus um beyond two hours <laughs> and like you're saying he's spraying shots he's just he's overpressing and this is all uh, it's a mental he's, his setup is not the same as it he's just tweak trying to tweak little things um I just, I, I, I just want to hold him to my boobs. Actually, when I see him, you know what? I always see him, and I always want to say, "Do you, I was like, you want to cry, don't you?" But he doesn't look. <laughs> yeah, he looks like he wanted to cry. But um, um, they pointed out he's never played a five-set match. I mean, listen, and he's barely winning he's sets. Played in the losing, fifth set. So the, 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 the other, there are a couple of other things about match tactics. Um, as Andrin mentioned, they've played twice before. I mean, it was 2018-19, I think, and Felix is a different player, but much better player. But Aslan knew who he was playing. Yeah. So all that mystery is gone. Secondly, Karatsev has been kicking people off the court so far. He took Schwarzman apart. And, and Diegito is one of the hardest guys to play. Yeah, because he I gets could, it. Yeah. He's very fast on return of serve, and he gets everything back. And he straight sets. Karatsev beat Schwarzman. Yeah. So, um, so what do you think it, about Griggs versus Aslan? Um, I think Griggs was the better hand of that match. Griggs was the better uh, hand be, it, it, It'll be difficult. I think if Griggs is playing at his um, current level and maintains it, um. Which I have a big question mark over. Yeah, it'll be interesting because I don't think he got much. Listen, Griggs didn't get much pushback in the teams match, and no. he didn't well, get much in the PCB match. And also, he's got to yeah, exactly. do something because he's our he's our only ally black person. Ally. Sort of something <laughs> left. I mean, I need him to come through. <laughs> well, I mean, I need him to come through because I I would like to enjoy somebody else. You're right. Uh, but no, I mean, like, I think it's interesting. I think that's a five-setter, to be honest. I think Griggs and Adam tough one. I think four sets. You think yeah. four sets? To whom? I'm giving to it to Griggs. Also, just a little bit on Karatsev, um, because some of the commentators yeah. have been saying, who is this guy? We've never heard of him. Um, firstly, I think that's profoundly disrespectful to any professional tennis player. Who said that? Who said that, Pablo? Uh, who said they hadn't heard of him? Tell us who. Uh, uh, Nick McCarvel mm. was one, and there are others. Yeah. Um, 
but I just noticed that in my timeline today. And um, if you don't know, go look it up. It's, they're all, they've all got profiles on the ATP or wherever, you know. <laughs> that happen. Go and fight, make, and educate yourself. Fake it till you make it. Yeah. Karatsev is an interesting one because he's a guy who's, I don't think he's broken into the top 100 and he's around about 115, I think at the moment. And he plays ITF and futures and, and so on, but he is a very talented player. Clearly. He played in the ATP. He played in the ATP cup last week. Uh, he only played in the doubles matches for Russia because they don't, obviously they've got stars to play the singles matches, but I think he won all three doubles matches and he's very typical of the players between 100 and 150, most of whom, if they got a chance and on a good day, can take out some of the top 20 guys. Uh, and the margins are, are, are very, I think the margins are much finer on the ATP side between, let's say, the top 50 and 100 to 150. And he's a very mm -hmm. good example of that. Um, and because people haven't heard of him, a little eth tennis ethnography <laughs> <laughs> thank you my, my head mentioned the most uh, you, important you, thing you say uh -huh. you said you liked his name aslan why it's because a, i mean like have book. you seen those legs i mean <laughs> you no, like his no, name because no, of his legs? You know i mean he just looks like an aslan i mean like sometimes but you know also I mean, though if you want to know about him they did a whole segment with um the other players talking about him the russian players talking about him uh, oh, let me right. tell you something the press let me tell you something the press box the press people get packages mm -hmm. on the players of course they do mm -hmm. yes. they're in second, as, in as do the commentators they get people the on the players do. The common thing, that's what they mean. Yeah, those people get played. It's not like they kind of not know. The, yeah, they, they all get a player pack before the match. Um, Aslan, obviously, because of the Chronicles of Narnia. Yes, of course. He's, uh, and, and, and you can tell where he can't, where maybe not where he comes from, but his ethnicity. He's not really Russian, he's ethnic Iranian. And he's a, yes, because Aslan is a Turkic in uh, Turkish name. Yeah, meaning obviously lion, and that's that's what it means in in. Uh, he was roaring. Well, yeah. well, let, let me just let me just put him out of it right now. There is no roaring in that Grigor match. I need you to. Step well, he was roaring against Felix, though. I mean, like, and he, was, that no, he is he's he is very from the fourth round and keep it moving. Okay, we're not. He is, he, he's very vocal. He does. Yeah. He's not noisy on court. No, 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 no. I think it's right after. But yes, listen to y'all. Come on. Look at the second. Look at the second half of this thing. Rublev mm -hmm. is playing rude, which I've seen rude has come through a few times. McDonald versus Meds. Wow. Stefanos versus Berrettini. Sorry, just on Rublev. I think I picked him out last week. Yeah. But, um, again, straight sets. He's playing very well, and he's taken out three decent players. Yeah, I mean, he's he's yeah, he's playing very. I think, and I expect him to straight sets over over Kasparud as well. Of course, yeah, that's an easy match for Rublev. I think. Yeah. I mean, I think the tricky match is the next one, Rublev versus Med. Yeah, 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 yeah. Mm -hmm. yeah. But, I mean, that's the... more than a tricky. That's a head case for him. Actually. <laughs> that's a head case. For him. <laughs> I mean, look. And the problem with that head case is that Medvedev knows that. <laughs> I know Medvedev. Medvedev knows that Rublev 
and not, he knows Rublev pretty well, like his like all of the Russian players. I mean, like Kuzi talks about that's somebody she doesn't like Kuzi talks about Rublev is always running around being rude. Like, who is this kid? Like, why is this child <laughs> behaving this way? And they all know he breaks down on the court quickly. And no crowd. It's the history. It's the history. I kind of love that. That's what's nice about the 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 sort of the the sweeping now of the Russians. You know, it's back in the day when we had the Spaniards and we have the I think now it's the emergence of the Italians and the Russians, and now they all know each other, right? They know Um, well I think it's junior players too, because you remember that you know, remember back in the day, I I hate to say this Fed fans when Nal Bandian had a federal number, he used to be like What do you think you're going to do over there? You're going to do a thing. You could, you could be, a, you could be a set and five love. You know, you know I do that. love, I do love how he was like that for all of those boys. No boundary was like, I got all your bitches numbers. Exactly. <laughs> but I think Rublev really needs. If the face Medvedev, he's gonna need this match. If he yeah. keeps yeah, yeah, up, yeah, yeah, yeah. Nice. losing himself, be nice. because I mean, Rublev and Medvedev stole that first set. That was a theft at the US Open. He literally just went in there and be like, no, you can't be a 5-1 in a tiebreaker, 6-1 in a tiebreaker, and then lose the plot? Like, <laughs> Although there have been some... There's, there's been some there's a problem, too. He's never even won a set against Medvedev. I know, but there's been a little bit of... Medvedev's in a little bit spacey, so maybe... Ruben yeah, he's see. playing a little bit. Yeah. 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 I highly doubt it, but... No, uh, yeah, hang, on, hang on, hang on. I, I, look what happened in Medvedev's last round. Yeah. He was sailing past Krajinovic. Mm-hmm. And then yeah, he, just, he, he, he went off the rails. Yeah. I mean, like, just hey, like into outer space. But and that's that, the okay, med, that's the med when your pigeons is across the net. Except when, you when you're pigeons across, there. Yeah. Exactly. I mean, <laughs> Serena was in a wheelchair in Australia 2016, 15. And then she yeah. got herself together. I mean, Maria. I mean, like, come on now. When you see a so, pigeon across the net, you get your life together. So we've got. So what? What do we think? A decent three setter from McDonald versus Meds, I say. Yeah. Mm. No, Mackie's done well to get. Uh, yeah, to get the great result. Yeah. I mean, like Harris him. is not much of a thing. I've, yeah, I've, I like him too. I don't trust but, him. He's American. Sorry, man. just on that. You remember you asked me who mentioned about the sort of commentators? It was Stax Stakowski. He tweeted yeah, he, he really, one of the, one tweeted of the problems them. is with commentators is they tweet stuff like this. And I think Nick McCarver's tweet was something like, hands up if you've never heard of this guy. Yeah. Like me. I agree. I agree with Stephanie. You should never mention it. Like, it's fine to say to yourself, well, you know what? This person's fallen off my radar. I don't track everything. Yeah. But you shouldn't like you should say it out loud. That's basically admitting you don't do your job. Because mm-hmm. I think Nick, <laughs> Nick, Nick tweet came across like, you know, like clearly players don't have social media too. They ain't going to see theirs. It was just like. Yeah, it was weird. Rude. It was rude. rude. But I mean, like, they have access to this as well. Like, what are you going to oh, do? Listen. Thank you. Thank you. I'm you struggling know. with Nick McCarvel calling so many of the big matches because I don't like how his voice matches up in tennis. Like, I just feel like it's not, like, it shouldn't be there. It, it should be in some other sport. I don't. I don't well, like it. I'm, I'm not mean? liking it he at covers, all. He covers other sports. What do you mean his voice doesn't match on TV? I don't like it. I just. Yeah. I don't like it. I. I never have minded him as being like an announcer on court or doing interviews like that. But to call a match, I don't want to hear it. I don't like it. I don't like how he talks. I feel like um his. I feel like he went to some type of training to like lose an accent of some sort. Like yes, everything is just enunciated 
so perfectly and I can't fucking stand it. Oh, okay. Um, I'm used to hearing. There's no charm on his voice, really. But well, there's also no technical background. He he doesn't come with the baggage of being a former player or coach, I think. Um, and also, I I associate him with crazy golf, and um, you know when the players wrap snakes around themselves on the WTA for these little sort of games they do um, oh. before tournaments yeah, start. He, he, he does all the social media stuff. He yeah, does yeah. the off-color stuff. So we've got Stefanos <laughs> versus Veratini, and we've got Rafa versus Fabio. Um, so, I mean... You know I, I want Veratini. I want anybody over Stefanos. Like, anybody. Just give me... I, I, think but, I mean, just, like... They just recently played, right? So I would assume... I thought I just saw Veratini. Yeah, didn't they play each other just recently? I think they did, and I think Veratini won there. Huh? Yeah, Veratini won. But, you know, I don't trust I think this is five set match, those legs. Nah, yeah, it's a five setter probably. And Steph has been very, very quiet. I mean, like I, you know, like he's been under the radar here. You know, I mean, everyone's worried about Nole's abdominal tear, you know. So mm. Steph is quietly rolling through. I mean he no, doesn't No, actually team. actually the last time they played Stefanos won. Yes. And actually, so that was at that was at the US Open and that was actually pretty easy. They didn't play the ATP Cup? Yeah, no, no. Actually, it was um 2019. They played last year. Whoa, that's no oh, year before last. Two years ago, yeah. It was. Uh, well, I think it I was think, four setters. Four sets. Yeah, four I, I think. I think Steph may be well prepared because he played chicken legs. In yeah, the first I think round. he's in a good position. Gilles Simon. Um, he struggled <laughs> to get to get over cock in the second round. No, but that um, that was a five setter. That didn't yeah. and then and then he he crushed. Michael Ema. Exactly. Uh, mm. And I think this could be a very tight one. I think it's a five-setter. And I don't think, yeah. I'm not sure who ends up out of it. The Fabio-Rafa match, I think, is actually <sighs> going to be the first test Rafael, Ra Rafa has. Yeah. Because Fabio mm. knows how to play Rafa. Well, it depends yeah. on which Fabio shows up. So. And Fabio I think he, he looks like he's ready to show up for this one because, hey, what's he got? I doing? hope so. But who knows, you know? But I don't bet money on Fabio. I just don't. Like, just you can't. Does. It's dangerous. <laughs> I, I would say no, no. I agree with you, but on this court, the speed, Fabio can win. Yeah, I, 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 this, but you're you're absolutely right. It depends which one turns up. I um, mean, Fabio would like his chances. But speaking of, we've gone through the men. You all have called it. We know who the final four are on the other side. Who will be the final four on this side, y'all? Uh, Medvedev. Just Medvedev. That's all. <laughs> okay. I mean, I have no lay. And uh, I mean, actually, you know, uh, hmm, I don't believe the injury nonsense with no lay, right? Can we but... talk about that a moment? Wait, 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 wait. wait, wait, wait. Let's, let, let's just finish the the final four. For but this guy. I, I mean, Zarev. Zarev, please. Aslan. Rublev and Mets, oh. is that what you all are saying? I'm saying, um, hmm, I'm just going to be contrary here, even though I know it's not going to be. I'm going to put Zarev in the final four. Oh, Zarev he Djokovic, because he plays Djokovic pretty well. I don't know why or how he, he rises for the occasion for him, but, you know, he, he punks out, but, you know, I'm going to give him that. And I give Grigor, um, Novak, 
um, and I have Medvedev and Divadal. That's who my final four are. Okay. Oh. okay. Right. If, if if Novak is as injured as he said he is, I think that's an easy match for Zverev because um, he'll just run around the court. Um, mm. I think Grigors is not going to deliver. So let's go for Karatsev. Ooh. Let's do that's something great. really odd. That's really fun. Then I think we've got uh, Danny Medvedev. And I think Rafa. Yeah. So, okay, let's just roll into this injury piece now, because I think the injury is the second the second player of the man's side this this time. It is but sorry, one caveat there. on my Rafa choice. If what? if Steph beats Mateo, I would have Steph over Rafa on this court. On this court, the speed? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. So let's be honest. Okay, how injured is Djokovic? How bad is Rafa's Listen. back? Check Rafa's back part. is fine. Novak's stomach is fucking fine. They're both fucking fine. Okay. I think it's interesting how this injury narrative now plays a major part of particularly slam tournaments. And it is, it is the play, and normally the players don't want to talk about injuries, but they are putting it out there uh, more and more. And I, firstly, I think it's a bad sign um, because a lot of, uh, I think someone commented on Twitter on about this, and it's always been the case. The people who want to know most about injuries are the betters. Um, and fair enough, because it gives them an insight into how a player is, and it's information that wouldn't normally they wouldn't normally be able to collect and it's often pushed in press conferences how bad is your injury how long will it take you to recover etc etc but i've noticed the proactive stance some players have taken in saying um oh yes i've got this terrible back pain or i'm oh you know they they will say rafa's sitting out the atp cup because he's got a very bad back and you see him bouncing around inside the box and everything, and he looks fine. We don't know, but it is. It's this narrative is. It's really permeated, um, especially the top players now. And and you see, even in their interviews, saying, "Oh yeah, well, I've been told I need to. Every waking hour, I have. I, I use it for recovery." <laughs> and um, I smell a rat. Well, well, I it's, thought been, it was really it's been overused. We've seen this. Well, We've seen a lot of strange. Well, someone said it was really strange. Like the big thing is, everyone's asking why would Novak Djokovic invent an injury after he's been up two sets to love? How many times in matches over the last ten years have you seen him take medical timeouts at critical Eleven billion. <laughs> he's never finished matches. I mean, this is the knowledge that we know. Well, actually, I actually have to say that this time around, I think what we had was an encounter of no Novak speaking loudly about something which was his fear, but wasn't really real, which is I've got a torn thing when really it was a sprain or like something really not true. But we do know that Nova, Novak Djokovic, I think, is kind of a bad, a bit of a hypochondriac. Mm -hmm. So I think that was actually what was playing out, I would say, is that I think he weirdly enough was just like spitballing i think out loud and now you realize that he probably um what do you call it like with the lie 
like like he like says more than he says more of his injuries than it actually is like i think you you're actually like getting some insight into the way he actually thinks about his body which is i think he's an hypochondriac well it was totally <laughs> foolish though of him to say i don't know if i'm gonna be able to take the court i think i got a torn abdominal muscle like shut your mouth just he shut your mouth think he said he knew he had an abdominal tear yeah i know yeah, it's a tear well also the part of it that was weird i will say and i know his fans are upset about it but it's the all day the next day. Like, I'm gonna go into the tournament to see what's happening. It's like, how is it that no one knew exactly what was wrong with you the very next day? And mm -hmm. or that night. waiting all the way to the end of the day to figure out whether you were gonna play or not play. Yeah, professionals around. It's top players. Like, you ain't gonna let your, well, there's no crowd, but I mean, come on. These top yeah, players. Yeah, probably, yeah, yeah. He probably had some kind if of you, if you have a torn muscle. Yeah, but if you have a torn muscle, the doctor will say to you, don't play right simple and they and they will write in their report for the atp because the atp will ask for it my recommendation is he doesn't play and then it's down to the player but and you don't move the way you moved in his last nope. match if you have a you can't torn serve. muscle you can't, you can't yeah serve. you can't stretch you can't do anything unless you you plan to do more damage <clears throat> so I, it's difficult to know because it has become it's been an Part of the difficulty is the way they've cultivated this press releases around how injured they are and what the issue is and who they feed this information to and so on. Uh, it's Let me well, it's hard to it, know. I think it gives everybody cover. It's like, I Nobody, don't know if I think I can. Here's so, the, uh, here the crazy thing about this, this, these injuries. We've seen it too many times before. Yeah. Sick, I know I'm sick and tired of it. I can't speak for anyone else but myself. Let me tell you how crazy this injury talk was. ESPN put out an alert on their app during <laughs> that, that, that Taylor Fritz match. Like, and and the crazy thing is that the players now, these players now have some level of, you know, like wink, wink, nod of some of these dubious injuries and whatever the case may be. Everyone knows you have to go take a hospital picture, be in the bed, you know, put it on social media. I'm okay. <laughs> they all know that bit. But even the players were just like, what? You tore your abdominal. PCB didn't win a single game against Grego with a torn abdominal muscle. You yeah, know, he couldn't move. He couldn't move. You, you can't yeah. move. You, serving is all about the core. Remember Serena? She had a C-section. She came back. The serve was wonky. Abdominal muscles. You need, it's not just your legs. You need your abs. Nole's game is built on physicality. Nole isn't trying to sweet you with some slight touch and whatever. He's throwing himself all over around the court. I didn't see a single thing different in Nole in any match. Nole, I just think what happened, he gets flustered, it seems. Nole is all over the place in matches mentally. We've known this for a long time. And I think during the Taylor match, he just couldn't compose himself to just close out any of the set. The third set out of fourth uh, set. Uh, he was uh, interesting. With the crowd. Yeah, he was, but also, I think in the Taylor match, he realized he had a problem. He didn't know what it was. And he then became, he then started to change how he was playing and drop right. sets. But, mm -hmm. but that was because he didn't know what it was. And I think he was worried that he was going to make it worse. And then Taylor wasn't, you Taylor get wasn't the off the court either. Because usually players would, yes. you know, you know, ATP is, right? The man over yeah, there, struggle, let me struggle even more for you. Let me just let the top player, he's struggling. Let me just help yeah. him through the next match, next round anyway. But Taylor was not struggling. Taylor was like, you know what? I could probably take this win and take Nole out. 
I will be mm-hmm. the king in the locker room. Chinese and they will definitely give me a high five. But you know, I'm just so sick because it's just Nadal come my back. Something is wrong with my back. My back is, and then you show up on court running around like the same Torador. Like, how am I supposed to? This is a sport. This it's is just not a good look. It's not. How am I supposed to take you seriously? And you're right, Pablo. There seems to be something crazy when you're just honestly just going on about this. And then when it comes to specific, you can't give any specifics. <laughs> my back, my back is sprained. But how could you, people with this mild back injury can't even get up off of the couch. And I mean, you're an <laughs> athlete, it's true, you're a professional athlete, but you are not a friggin' like robot android. Okay, like you, I don't, I don't understand. Well, it was interesting, it's contrast. It's, it's an interesting contrast to the way that team decided to handle his injury, which was yes. to basically say, I'm not gonna discuss it. It's something I'm that, I had a bad exactly. day. Like, you could lose a yeah. match. It's tennis. Yeah. You can lose yeah. a match and it just be okay. But I think I it was interesting that he chose to, because people were giving him an opportunity to call an injury. And he was like, yes, something wasn't quite right, but I also just had a bad day. And so I think that was a noteworthy pun. But let's, yes. uh, I, yes. the injury thing, I think we, you know, it, it's here to stay. It's here to I'm, stay. I'm tired of it. I'm so over it. <laughs> and we'll probably get it because we'll probably have a Rafa Nole final. Mm. With both oh, and could you It'll imagine? Who's less injured? Oh, could you imagine that ceremony? Oh my God! <laughs> I had I had slight <laughs> diarrhea, <laughs> headaches, nausea, and a well, slight no, scratch no, in the I'm, eye. They they wheel them onto the court. You know. <laughs> <laughs> you know that scene. You know that scene in um the um bridesmaid. <laughs> when they were like the two women, Christian Wig and the other girl was just like, um, what's her name? Um, you know what I'm talking about, right? You know that yeah. girl when they were fighting and they were just like, oh no, I help the kids. Oh no. And then this is what it's going to be. We've seen this one, 2018. <laughs> well, you know stupid. what? Let's be honest. I think that's the most compelling thing on, on the 19. Sorry. Can we just say something about Milos? Yeah. Uh, and I think this match was a very good example of one of the problems that he has. He cannot adapt. Nope. He's so rigid. He didn't change anything. Nope. He could have thought, right, how do I, basically, how do I take this guy apart if he's injured? And he didn't do anything. He carried on exactly as he always played. Do you know why? Because he knew he wasn't injured. This, injured, is, the exactly. thing. this, thing, this is the thing these players do. Yeah. See, what happens when you do the injury narrative and you come out and you don't play any different? it really fucks with the other player. It really fucks with your opponent because they're looking for you to start compensating in some way and then you don't and their minds go crazy, which is what Grigor said he avoided doing in the team match. He's like, I knew he wasn't all there, but I decided Mm -hmm. not to go down that road with him. Mm -hmm. I decided to play on my game plan. So I actually think when you float the injury narrative beforehand, it actually confuses your opponent completely because they're looking for you to come differently and you don't. And then they're like, is he injured? I thought he was injured. Why is he playing this way? Da, 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 da. Which, to be honest, is what Djokovic said about the Rafa final in in RG. He said, his camp said they expected Rafa to come out differently. Mm-hmm. And, and that they built that into their game plan with Rafa. <laughs> and then he showed up very, he did not show up. Suckers. Ooh, he was like a sucker hat. This is the part that I'm getting really confused. This is the part that really gets to me. Is that they're making these, okay, injury claim. You come out, and I mean, like, it's like we're living in this world, like, you're, you're not even believing your own eyes. This guy was just like, he moved a little differently for that ball. 
bitch, it's tennis. You don't win all the friggin' points. You just don't. No, because I think when you comment, you're looking for reasons. Like, it's interesting because I don't know if this used to happen in Federer matches. The commentators would always expect Federer to play a certain way. So even when Federer was injured, they never noticed that he played differently because their their pre their predispositions was playing out in their brain. So you, it would take a Federer fan oftentimes to say, hey, Federer's serving differently. His, his serve is off. Something's weird. They just never did it. So I think this with the pre-press release, you're looking for differences in Novak's game. You're looking for differences but, in but why? But the difference there is that Federer never tells you that he's injured until after it's over. But, but you see, yeah. I exactly. think doesn't lead are, with that. But if Remember, you are, I know, but if yeah. you are um, a careful watcher, you sure. would know it yourself, right? You would notice it because you'd be like, something's off. But I remember BG talking about Federer in a match. Meanwhile, Federer had a back injury the whole time and only hit a few people were able to call it out. BG's like, Federer is dominant as ever. And it's like, that's just a preset notion in your brain. Yes, and I think I, that's why you do it. I remember that what I what alerted me to the fact that he there was something was up. I don't know if you guys picked it up at the time because nothing had been said. He was wearing um, a compression undershirt, mm -hmm. yeah. a, a mm -hmm. dark one underneath, and you could just see the top of it. And he never does that. Yeah, and, and it wasn't hot. That. It wasn't cold. And I thought something's up here. He's either he's got muscle problems or something because he never wears this. So that's why when and people preflate, when you preflate the injury narrative, it's 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 more. It's not real. It's not. But, not it's more, but, but also, can we just can we just say on a little bit as well? more than that? It's just a little bit more than it's. What is so annoying about the Nadal and the the Djokovic um, narrative about injury too much for me is that every match become as if they were out there fighting a wall. Like, oh my God, they're putting... It's almost become like this history... warrior narrative. Warrior, martyrdom, nonsense. And it's just a freaking tennis match. And Rafa was the one who turns around and say, well, this pandemic has taught us anything is not that serious. That there are more important things and serious things for us to be considered. But every single match you're being bombarded by this. And then they take that nonsense and then yeah. feed it down to the lower players that you are lazy. You ain't working hard enough. When these players are trying to take care of their bodies because they don't have good insurance, they don't have money for that fifty thousand. <laughs> they, they can't afford to be on recouping because they're making no money while they're in rehab. So I just yeah, I think it's a disservice. I, I think I, it's I a disservice to the whole sport. And there's I, nothing I agree wrong with you. Yeah, and this injury narrative has permeated all levels. You're absolutely right. But just to say about Fed. When, have you, when do you see him call for a medical timeout? He's got to uh, be about dead. Off time. Yeah. <laughs> well, uh, I think you know also, to be, honest, to be honest about that, though, I think it's very old school. That was like the mm -hmm. day when, that's back in the day when you just never showed. You just yeah. never showed. And this is a I like that better. <laughs> this is just a different narrative. It's like with Serena, right? When Serena was clearly something was wrong with her last year. With the Pliskova match, but she refused to acknowledge that something was going on. Yeah. So it's like, I think that generation, the Feds, the Venuses, they really were told that you just over thirty fives. That yeah, is the warrior narrative that I can appreciate. Yeah, like the over thirty fives were told you don't tell your opponent what's going on. You never really let them see you sweat, and that's very. But I do think that this generation, it's very different. You you own your injuries as a part of your story. I don't like it. You know what I did love? Let me tell you what I did love before we move on from the actual yeah. play. 
I fucking love, love, love Kyrgios leaving the court doing the Novak boob throw. He wasn't leaving the court. It was when he walked. That was that Jeff is from when he walked onto the court. Well, <laughs> I, I love his open disdain yeah. for Novak. Mocking. I feel like he is my best friend. <laughs> Look, let me tell you something. You know, Andrina and I talk about this all the time. I agree to a certain extent that Nick is being a troll and Nick is being an ass and he needs to win because winning covers a multitude of sins. Mm -hmm. But the thing for me, I think, where Nick is coming from and Nick, the other players, because I think just for the first time in a long time, other players were just like, what, boo, you're an injured Nole. Is that they're having to do the commentating. They're having to do the critique that the media refuses to do. And then yeah. the media, because the media turns around and throw that shit in their face. Because you yeah. remember what Dominic team said to the players when they were supposed to give money? You were lazy. You don't work yeah. hard. And, and then finally, said, Dominique had to admit. Did you see what Dominique just admitted to, though? That he's actually not a machine. That he can't. <laughs> he did say that. I'm not a machine. I mean, which, oh, which, is interesting, which is interesting because he showed up every day, everywhere, right? He played black backyard <laughs> classic. He's there for the backyard, backyard <laughs> yeah, yeah. classic. He, but but to, to, to give him credit, he is a workhorse. He he puts the effort. Yeah, but, but I mean, he, but but he, you know what? Your body, the body always wins, though. Yeah, the body yeah, went. I know. But you know what? He's I know, a but part, he's a yeah, we his lineage. His lineage is the Feder his the Rafa and Nole and Murray style. Mm -hmm. That's yeah. what he and that is what he's going to bring to the table. But I think with him admitting that that's a that's a that's a style that requires you to be machine like. Mm -hmm. And but so you're playing through injuries, you're not letting people see you. I mean, it's falter. You're showing up miraculously better. I mean, that's a really, really bad precedent for them. But here's the thing, though. I mean, I am. I mean, you just mentioned Murray. You know, you know, it's not my favorite player. You know, probably you can drag him if you want to. But I thought, I thought Murray's, you know, recent life or uh, history would have been a warning shot for the whole tour. Be like, oh, stop no. it. You act no. like they learn from other people's mistakes. They don't. No, oh, that's true. I'm here trying to be positive, right? Because I mean, like Murray's oh hey, I mean, like struggling. I mean, like Murray couldn't come here to the Australian Open. I mean, look at how Felix dismantled Murray at the US Open or wherever he was last time around when they yeah, played. He's not he's but he's not match fit. He's um, not match fit and his body is not responding to which because Andy Murray had total command of his body back in the day when he was I'm not Andy sure he Murray. did actually. I think he's a classic example of what we just discussed of the old school where he's riddled with physical issues, not just his hip. And he he, he, he didn't talk me. about it, and he, he had all sorts of things. And he didn't talk about it, and he he played through it in the way that, that, um, the way that Roger him. would. His hip was, was obvious to everybody, um, because that limp is impossible not to see. And of course, then they had to talk about it and, and whatever. But he's had all sorts of other injuries, and he's not going to press about but you it. know what it is though he had injuries but he 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 pushed that narrative that mm -hmm. i think turned out to be very self-destructive to others coming up which is you break your body to win body. a slam yeah, exactly. yeah, That's yeah. What you do and i think and i think you know and i think dominic team and i think they all are trying to do the same thing but it's really strange because the new crop of players coming up they're like spry they're thin they're not these bulky guys right and so it'll be interesting to no. see they are made for 1990s tennis, but they're trying to play 
2020 tennis. Well, I mean, because look at Meds, look at Medvedev, look at Rublev, look at Berrettini. I mean, these are um, these are thin, thin, lanky guys. I just look at Rafa's leg. Yeah, I mean, this is different. Like, I think you're moving out of that space, but. But, but anyway, they're not I even somebody... changing the style of the game. That's the problem that gets to me is that you're not yeah, even they're changing not accommodating game. it right now. No. <laughs> well, because yeah. you know the most successful of them has been Dominique Team. So they feel like they're gonna have to model that. But I, I, I dare say that the only reason why Dominique Team is successful is because he's going up against the old guys. I say let Dominique Team ruin his body because by the time they retire, <laughs> you can bring in you know, a whole different brand of tennis. <laughs> Like, let Dominic Team go after the top three guys. Let him ruin his body to, to capture those records. Once those guys retire, it's a different ball of tennis. Mm -hmm. But I think I think Team is made from different stock. He's built like a, we say yep. a brick shake house. <laughs> um, he really he's 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 thickness personified. Yeah. Um, and that comes from the fact of the way that he trained as a junior. I mean, excruciating sort of running up mountains at minus 100 degrees, whatever. He's of very, very thick stock. So he can take a pounding. He's a bit like Stan. Yes. You can take a bit of a pounding. Time. Yeah. Um, I would worry about Rublev and Medvedev and even Berrettini. I mean, Berrettini well, I has would, like, I would like, I'd legs. Oh, but I would too if they don't accommodate. But you know what, Pablo? <laughs> I would worry about their bodies if the court doesn't accommodate a change. Like I think mm -hmm. you can change the way players respond by changing the courts, right? Like if you don't want the grinding, killing kind of game, they're not they even can. willing to talk about that. They just think no, they're, they're not. But you could they, you could cultivate. They're that like show up anywhere. We can play in a pit of tar. They're ready for that. No, no, Andreen, you're right. If you want to protect players in the long run, you have to fasten the courts. And particularly on the WTA side, the tendency has been to slow them down. So you get more competitive matches. You, it's more of a leveler. And they should be doing the opposite. These courts should become faster and faster and faster because the better players shine. Well, also, because think about it, too. The assumption has been, right, that, like, look at what's happening in terms of, um, like, say, on the women's side, you just said. Like, the speed of this court is helping everybody, right? Everyone has acknowledged that. And look at how people are thriving. Look at who's thriving. Mm -hmm. Yes. Look at who's thriving. It's not the, the ones. Big hitters. Yeah, it's the big, it's the ones who can hit through this court. And it's rewarding folks like um, Osaka. It's rewarding Serena. It's rewarding the people that have the weapons that you want to celebrate on the tour. So I just I just think that the idea that you need to create more Dominic teams is a bad model. But and they're I thinking about the final because guess what? No one's watching Dominic team in the final. They're just not. Well, I was going to say, like, not only is it a bad model, it's a boring model. Like, do better. Kind of, but the but ones they, that are in the they, game, right? Just think about the ones that everybody loves, that new Italian guy that everybody's in love with. I think a fast support is yeah, that's going to suit his game wonderfully. It's going to suit Felix's game. It's going to suit he's a lot of Skinner, people. Skinner, he may not look like it, but he's from the same stock as team. He's He doesn't uh, look it, though. He looks so he not, not now, because he's quite young, but he, he will. And oh, that'll he be has tremendous, tremendous strength. Um, yes, he's he does. a skier he from is... a child. He's a he's a skier. Where he, where he comes from, they grow strong. up skiing. I yeah. was surprised by how heavily he hits that ball. 
Like for mm. that body, I'm surprised by it. Yes. So maybe that's what's going on. But yeah, it'll be interesting to see. But I just I'm like, I'm like ATP, get yourself some nice fast players up on that court. Get the speed going. Fast on the courts, exactly. Exactly. Get it, yeah, remember get it the women have to play on that same court, so the WTA should be shouting at them. <laughs> we're not going and playing Serena around a little longer. Let, the, <laughs> let, let, the, let her keep serving bombs. Because Sabalenka is not ready for the prime well, time. Sabalenka is not ready for the prime time. Sorry, yeah. the, the more you slow down the courts, the more injuries you will have because the mm -hmm. harder it is on the players. Well, I, I mean, well, this I, has been established years ago, but no one's no one. I'm I am surprised that for like a fundamental part of the game, that players are not advocating for some sort of like standardization well, they, like of they, don't, they, don't, they don't feel like they have control because I think it's basically a sponsor. They think it's a sponsor tournament driven decision about That's how crazy. I mean, look, when I go to work, I'm saying like, I don't like these pens. So either you buy the ones <laughs> I want, I bring my own. That's how particular I am. So imagine me going and playing a sand pit or like a tie. I'd be like, no, sorry. <laughs> okay. Now, oh. speaking of speaking of the crazy thing, let's talk about the crazy thing that's happened. I guess the first is the rude fan. Look, <laughs> I, 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 I'm, I'm, I'm sorry, but that, that was one of Gregor's cougars, wasn't it? <laughs> <laughs> she did look that way. She did look like the I, tennis cougar. I, 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 I looked at her and I thought, you're, you're here for Gregor. You're in the wrong match. She's <laughs> <laughs> in the right place. She was a paid but, operative for Nole. And then I love what I love what she said. <laughs> Just hurry up, you OCD fuck. <laughs> <laughs> and you know what is crazy was that tennis, you know, tennis being tennis, the crowd, the minimal crowd there was just like, ooh. And I was just like, have you been to a sports event anywhere? Have you, Didn't have you been she to get the US escorted Open? out? <laughs> Yeah, she did. She was, she yeah, was, see, that's just bullshit. Like, yeah, like she, 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 that would never happen in America. It was never. Actually, never. No, 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 no. It would. No, no, no. It, it would it happen has, at the U.S. Open. I, well, I, I mean, I mean, it. outside of tennis, in a sporting in a sporting event, like no, if no. that was a basketball game, probably the yeah. player would look and be like, "Fuck you," and everybody would move on. But that, but she'd had a few too many Chardonnays, and um, <laughs> you wouldn't see that in other sports. And yeah, she was here for Grigger, but she, she he, he gave her the wrong date and the wrong call. I love Baba just giggling. He was like, "Who me? What? What?" I mean, and then she put a little thing in her the, the, per the perfect thing about it is Rafa has no idea how much angst and hatred he generates in fans, and I was yes. like, Please. "Yes." You yeah. see this rage this bitch is having. I, whenever I see you in a match across from Federa, I am giving you the finger twenty times in the match. You know, <laughs> <laughs> no. but I just thought it was hilarious that she was like on camera and didn't know that she was bringing that mean, silly on. That just, I know. Just and then the fan yelling at Novak. Go Rafa. <laughs> Well, that was Rafa said. Rafa sent his people over there because he was and, and Novak's just like, ha, ha, ha. <laughs> yeah, I, love, I, love, I love, I love, I, I love reels that you call them clackers. I mean, just... <laughs> <laughs> they're paid operative because who's going to take good? I mean, like this is the middle of a pandemic, okay? No one's giving you a free Australian Open ticket, right? You have to pay your money to be there. You have to be a lucky person to kind of get into that event, and you're gonna get there. I mean, I think I think they closed down several of the restaurants because they wouldn't keep the full tournament. You paid your good money just to show up there to flip off Nadal. I mean, like, that's, that's, 
That was amazing. I loved it. And I mean, like, look at the other person, right? You showed up at a Nolan man. You know those Serbian fans show up everywhere. And you gonna see for Rafa in a Nole match and walk out with it. Nah, you got Listen, it. First, first of you all, you're it. complimentary. Nole fans don't stick around to watch anybody else play. Exactly. No, no, there is there is this is a serious point. The Serbians do it and the Romanians do it. Yep. And often somewhere like if you go to Indian Wells, there are no Romanians living in Indian Wells. Um, <laughs> but the consulate will provide tickets for people who are prepared to go and shake the flag and do all the rest of it. It's smart. And they send them en masse to support um, uh, Simona and all the rest of it. And the same happens with others. No, I remember I told you I was in I was in, in I was in Miami and the Serbian girl was looking to see um, Nole. She got lost. And I was walking to the tennis and I said, I'll show you the way. And she's like, yes, I'm here to see Nole. And I was like, great. And I was like, you could stay all day. She's like, yeah, that's fine. But I'm just here to see Nole. I'm only paid for that match. Yes. <laughs> I was like, oh, no, the way this works is you can watch anything I'm not else. I'm like, no, Nole. <laughs> I was like, okay. <laughs> Lovely no. drama, though, said Tyriac busted them in. <laughs> <laughs> Actually, uh, well, Tyriac buses other types of girls in. I think, oh, I, I, I think I think it's called trafficking. Oh. <laughs> I mean, Pablo, I hope you're an attorney. I hope you're an attorney because you see, um, Dominion is suing people for two billion dollars. Look, I don't even have yeah. yes. exactly. And Dominion, D Dominion has a case. Very I know good. That's good. what I'm saying. Exactly. <laughs> we have a podcast, so please, please, don't fuck it, Pablo. I mean, Tyriac, Tyriac may come for us because, hello, <laughs> we are, it's Black History Month. And, you know, anytime something right. like, he's like, oh, when can I say something insulting? Um, <laughs> I, listen, we, I can't with him. What? Can we please talk about Serena's bodysuit? Okay, yes. Yeah, so let's, let's let us end on the outfits. Ending on the outfits. Let's go. What do you got to say about this damn? I mean, body? so you're gonna pretend like Gal didn't Gal didn't pull oh, his hat out for you, Andre? Listen, why you want to break my heart? Okay, Gal cried. How did we all feel about the crying? I you know what? Away. Yes, but I think we will deal with that question, you know, and the larger question we pose, you know, with our series. For the third episode, for the yes, final we'll talk episode, about we will. He says, are you gonna ignore up. this? Oh, we'll talk about it later. Okay, <laughs> no, okay. Because you know okay, we're not so, talking about the men's no, finals. That's, that's fair. Yeah, Nina, we're, that's we're, we're brushing it under the carpet. Okay, moment. but you that's know what? Let's, that's fair. But let's let me let me just give the audience the question. I want you all to seriously think about it when we look when we come back. The question on the table internally for us is: Do these black players need a black male coach? Like what really seriously. No, I mean for the for the I ATP, mean, for the ATP. For the ATP. For the oh, ATP okay. side, do these black tennis players on the men's side, do they need a black male coach? Think about this from a post George Floyd Black Lives Matter moment, however you want to frame it. But let's think on that and we will be revisiting that question in episode three next week when we close and, this thing out. I'm thinking Felix, I'm thinking TFO. We're thinking, thinking Gail. We're thinking all of these boys. What and, is going on there? 
I mean, and Donald Young, of course, would be the exception. But Donald yeah. Young just needs a new culture. It's just anybody, just anybody that's not his parents. Except the problem with Donald Young is that the the, the McEnroe's have been brutal to him. So mm-hmm. that's that's also partly what's going on there. And someone's I like, why a black male coach? That's the question. We want to just, well, does it matter? Or do they need a different type of coach? We don't think the coaches have been working. Um, so think about gonna, it. I, because this is a um, real tennis fan. We're going to give you an essay question. Part B. <laughs> um, part B to this question that Andrean asked is that what what do you envision a the ecosystem for players of color to thrive on the, the, the pro tennis circuit in this way? You've heard the hints from them. They've told you. They told you that it's a lonely sport. They've told you that they feel isolated. All kinds of things are going on behind the scenes for these for these guys. Thinking about watching Nick also has hinted at that. Watching these guys love on the bas- on basketball players who get to be together, and then you think about the isolation that is the ATP. And who particularly now, particularly now, just the, the isolation of tennis right now. Also, oh. just just I, I won't, won't answer that question now, but just to add a little point, you're right. It's not a team sport. And if you use basketball, black players are often in the majority in most teams, yeah? So yep. it's a kind of different... It's a, co- it's a community. It's a different, it's a dynamic. different vibe. It's a different yeah. vibe. So ha- yeah. can tennis, which is from one of the things that Nick actually requested. Nick requested, can tennis figure out a way to create more of a... Community. A community atmosphere. Mm-hmm. They've been The younger players have been asking for that for quite some time. Which, by the way, the older players had. When you listen to the old French players talk about being on tour, it was very, very much a kind of a group thing. In fact, it, it was there 50, 60 years ago. There's a wonderful book um, by, a, I think it's a South African tennis player. It's called A Handful of Summers. And it, it talks about the old days of the amateur sport when they all, all used to go around with each other and how they hated each other, some of them. And the competition and everything, but they were uh, an entourage. Mm. They all went. They travelled, stayed with everybody, the same group, all together, country to country. Uh, it's of course different era, but yeah, interesting. So ponder it and let us know next week. We'll see because we can contrast it to how it goes on the women's side, but it'll be interesting. But but I do think black boys are different, so we should really think a little bit more about that. But let's end on the ladies and the gentlemen's outfits. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Let me just say, um, though we don't stick around, um, Kiki knows how to ask Adidas for what she wants. And Adidas, well, she <laughs> I Kiki need to see Kiki does that. Let me see what she was wearing. I mean, Kiki well, was, was playing a little... Quick. I missed it. I mean, no. no, Kiki was in the third round, I think, if I'm not mistaken. Don't be playing Kiki like that. Listen, she wasn't so around when I was awake yeah. and watching tennis. Uh, exactly. <laughs> Any outfit she puts on, it's not going to get much of a showing. Even Damn if... you. Even I mean, she's playing in the doubles as well. Yeah, she's playing in doubles. That's true. And you know, actually, um, just word a note: this is the first um major back that we have mixed doubles because the previous oh, yeah. two majors we didn't have mixed doubles. So it's back here in Melbourne. So, congrats to them. We didn't even mention the fact that there was no crowd mid tournament. I mean, listen to me. Oh, I just saw her kit. It's cute. It's That's cute. a nice color. It's I'm like an you. orange V neck. Ladies always do a V neck. Let's help each other out with the neckline. Mm-hmm. Yeah, for sure. <laughs> it's flattering on everyone. I'm telling you. And she has a well, nice little skirt. 
appropriate length, Gabinia, fit to the trim to the waist, Osaka. Okay, what's with the shorts? I'm gonna say something controversial. I really like Osaka's outfit. I really oh do. Oh my god, it's fucking hideous. I, oh, no, I it love it. It's really hold on, great. Um, it's, hold on. Um, it's, I'm, call, I'm calling Andrine's sister to make sure she is not under duress because something is she's wrong. She's under with her. duress. V, help us out. What do you like about tights, it? The, wait, okay. The black tights show. They're not black. They're fucking camo. No, no, it's black no, and like they're you know, gunmetal perhaps. That's they're gunmetal-ish, and it's great. And then you've got that beautiful orange, that pop of color. Mm-hmm. I like it. I don't understand why you all love it. It's okay. very okay. Here's, it might here's be okay if she lost those leggings. Here's what? the thing. Here's the thing. I think what happens so often is that players see. Let me see. I think a lot of designers design clothing for you know a size zero model. And then they never think about how it works athletically. Because it doesn't have anything to do with the size of Osaka's body. That thing is I don't ugly. mind. Listen to me. It's ugly. Listen to me. No, but isn't, aren't the leggings, no, no, aren't the leggings designed to be sold to lots of people? Because they do. They work as leggings. The skirt is too high, yeah. even. Thank you. You know, you know I feel about but, tennis. But, I mean, the skirt but the, but, but yeah. the combination, the combination it's is beautiful. beautiful. Like, the no, combination is wrong. Orange? I, I, I feel have... like, I feel like they threw a bunch of pieces together. She's like, oh shit, I yep. gotta go on court. I'm gonna grab this, this, and this. And no, go. there's no, first of all, you don't understand. It's actually a full bodysuit, it looks like. Oh, that's even worse. No. So the outfit is, underneath is like a full bodysuit. And then that mm. contrast of the orange is that pop of color. Mm-mm. No. Here's the real truth. I think she came out in that bodysuit and somebody said, girl, you look too bad. And by bad, I mean, girl, you're looking on fire. <laughs> you are looking on fire, girl. Just, I show her little boyfriend. Hello, no. Every time I see him, I just say this little boyfriend because he ain't a serious boyfriend. That's just me, Osaka. That's just oh, me. Oh, stop it. it. Anyway, when I say so, serious, I mean, like, anyway, he look, I think he looked like kid and not like crisscross. He looks like crisscross wannabe. That's every time I see him. I oh, my cross. God. But I, I okay. think she put on the skirt because she's trying to be a little chase. But that skirt does not. That skirt <laughs> never. Full body that suit. skirt was never. Designed I never. To that thing. Nope. I never ever like. I never like a pleated skirt on the tennis court. I like it. It oh, it, it reminds me skirt. of Caroline Wozniacki, and we all know how I feel about that. I love a pleated. You know what? You know what? Can I tell you though? It photographs beautifully. Yeah, so that thing... skirts also pleated skirts work well if you've got a big butt. Um, <laughs> so, I no, yeah, it makes your ass look bigger. No, 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 it brings <laughs> a little, little shade. It, it's when exactly yeah. it does. So, it gives, speaking, uh, no, I oh, said Serena's kit. I'm going to say Serena's something kit. that I don't know, but um, netball for most uh, the other of us know what netball is a pleated skirt, a mini pleated skirt is the thing to go. So it does. Work I, well. I will also mm-hmm. say I do not enjoy Serena's kit because I wanted her to go with the high leg. So this is my thing with Serena's kit. Serena's kit looks absolutely fucking amazing in photographs. Mm-hmm. It does not look good while she's playing. I worry about what it could look like when she's playing. I don't want her to end up with a fucking camel toe. I just don't oh. like it. <laughs> But I think that's true. That when I first saw that, I was like, "Oh shit, this is gonna end poorly." But I see it in pictures, and it looks amazing. However, all of that being said, I think that that was 
it's a statement piece of look at my body. You have not seen my body look this damn good in a long time. We see the sculpting of the arms that we haven't seen in a long time. I mean, you could bounce quarters off those abs. She looks freaking amazing. She is fit as fuck, and she wants everybody to see it. And I am here for that. But I don't, I don't like it on court. I don't like, I don't like her I don't tugging like at it. I don't, I don't like the 80s color blocking, but apparently the 80s are back in many ways. I mean, we should have just left that. If the Big Bangs come back, we're all totally fucked. But <laughs> I just, I don't, I don't like, I don't like how it looks when she's playing. But when I see it in pictures, when she's serving or when she's stretched out, it looks phenomenal because you see every little contour of her body and her body is banging. But, mm, but also, no. yeah, I completely agree because um, particularly when you see her go up on serve, the kit aligns. The flow of the pattern on the kit is a yeah. com it's completely different when she's actually playing. And mm -hmm. it's very similar. You remember when she won in 2017 at the Australian Open and she was wearing that zebra kit? Mm. When you see the zebra kit, if you photograph her from either the side or the back when she's receiving serve and she's bending over, all of the pattern lines up. It's beautiful. It's mm. really uh, superbly designed, actually. And you're right. That's what it's designed for. It'll photograph really, really well. Also, it's I, I like it because it's made of that wicking material, so it's yeah. perforated. And you only see well, that if you get very close up and... Yeah, it carries sweat well. Let's just yeah. also not talk about Stefano which is unlike. Yes, don't do that. That's horrible. Which is, <laughs> which is unlike, yes, which is unlike some of the women's kits this time. Oh, that that, oh you saw what, oh. Sabalenka. Oh, it just well, the first thing it that just happens, make it look like you have a big belly, like a belly bump. The the sweat it's, not just that. it's it's not just that the top. The color. Oh. The first thing that happens oh is you God, see sweaty, so sweaty tits. That's all you <laughs> see. The first you thing you see is sweaty tits. Sweaty tits. That's it. And you can't help but to uh, see uh, it because it's boom yeah. right in your face. Yeah, it's that kind of buff color. And then oh, they've got that horrible. kind of nineteen seventies a line skirt that goes with it, which is mm. just that is a crime. I mean, that's criminal. <laughs> Don't put that yeah. on somebody. It is a for fashion crime. Forward. It really for is. Forward. For forward. And and also and also the top has a zip up. Right? How weird is that? Thing. No, it's just oh, horrendous. Let me tell you something. I mean, I have a question. You you think Naomi put on that skirt because Serena too was wearing a bodysuit and she didn't want to come out with a bodysuit like Serena? No, no I think that skirt was part of the outfit and it was just horrible. And she also didn't want to come out and show that she had flat abs, bitches. Okay? I All know right? she does. Exactly. <laughs> <laughs> no. That's why that skirt is not on her waist, but on her stomach. That's why she's But you know what like... the most disappointing thing is overall, fashion-wise, no one in particular? It is getting so old and washed out yep. that these companies cannot do something serena never looks like anybody else ever nobody ever has her kit never ever ever and then every other player shares the same two damn things and it doesn't matter if it's adidas or new balance or nike yeah can they, they, not, can they change the damn because, colors i think they just rush for the money and i mean that's ridiculous I that, but i think yeah, also but, but hang on hang on hang on there's a big difference here Serene's kit is designed not to be sold to anybody else. Yeah. What what she sells is the diffusion that comes from her brand. So the t-shirt. Yeah, for sure. You know, for sure. 
unstoppable queens. So, and that's where they make their money. They have to New Balance designs these kits so that other people will go and buy them from the stores. So they well, have to. Can we at least the, the two players the on market. court in the same well, exact kit? New Balance has the best kits, but also they're so they cute. They have they the act- best model because it's Coco, but well, they, uh, there's another girl too. I think someone else. But apparently, New Balance looked at their players and say, "We're going to give you something that fits you." Now here's a, a shipment that just came in last night. <laughs> <and it's just laughs> mix you know, it up like They're generally cute. You know what? I usually like the Adidas on women. I don't. I don't know. And and who the hell thought Stephanos? I mean, not Stephanos. Zverev should wear a sleeveless shirt. Who, who thought that was a good no, idea? Well, because they thought like he was going to look like Michael Moe. No. And then they were oh, like, Oh my God, no, it is, help it me. Is, firstly, firstly, his skin color is completely wrong for that top. Secondly, he looks, he looks like washed a, out. A, a he looks like a dressed piece of spaghetti. It is so bad. It's just like they, they threw a, a sheath oh on, a, on a piece of spaghetti. Oh. It's horrible. He looks like a Conhub doll. That's what he looks like. That's what oh, I was saying. Yeah. I'll be honest. I haven't seen Rafa. Let me see. What's he wearing? Pink? He looks fine. Rafa looks fine. He no, looks no. Like Rafa. Decent kit. Decent yeah. kit. Ordinary. Yeah. Him, him, I, mean, I, I have no complaints about Rafa's kit. Osteo's reserve looks like a men- shrimp. I don't, but you know what? Can we talk about the fact that Dominique Team has decided to become the new Burdage with shirts? What's going on with that ugly outfit? No. Mm, you know what? I actually like Dominique's shirt. It's the only thing about him I liked. But they, several several players are wearing it. I don't know. Yeah, no, no. Several players are wearing that. It's, I don't even know what that is. Is it like a cityscape? What's? I didn't really get a good look. It's um environmental it's thing. Meant- I think it's something meant to honor Australia too. I think. Yeah, and environmental, and it's a hundred percent recycled plastic. Oh. Well, it looks like plastic, so that's no. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, but it it doesn't it doesn't hit the mark. I'm afraid. Yeah, it's oh, all right. It's, it's you know who that would look good on a black oh. person. Well, you know who you know who would be wearing something fabulous, Federer, but he's not here. So let's just move on because the top men <laughs> look like shit in their outfits. Oh wait, Gregor wait, wait. You forget. Gregor just has on a white Nike shirt. That's all Gregor's wearing. <laughs> oh. Yeah, mean, yeah. Some of the Nike guys have come out with just simple, plain, one color shirts. There is this nice, guy, simple. Novak Djokovic looks exactly kid. the same. There's a French kid. I swear he looked like he's rabid. I swear he looks like he's about to bite someone's throat at any moment. Oh, no. you know Are you, you talking a Mute? Mute. He's wearing yeah. his army. army yes, Mute looks like he's ready for Desert Storm. I don't know which war he's fighting. Yeah, I know. Got... He's, as, I, as I tweeted, he's back from his second tour of Iraq. He, but, he's oh. wearing his camouflage. and uh, Yeah. You know who um who has a good kit? Nick Kyrgios has a good kit. Nick looks good. Oh, no. No, no, no. That color block stuff from you don't like the color block stuff. No, 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 no. And and Nick Lazy. throws off every outfit he's wearing when he's wearing that cream color knee sleeve or thigh sleeve or leg sleeve. It's and did you like... see this time he wore a leg sleeve? So he yeah, one yeah, brown leg, leg, one brown like leg, and one pink leg. Exactly. It looked like someone, <laughs> it, it, looked like, it looked like someone had skinned him. <laughs> Listen, <laughs> it looked like he belonged in like. A nursing home going through freaking rehab. Veracruz, he had varicose veins. That's what it looks like. <laughs> yeah, and, and I have to say, Novak Djokovic looks the same. Same. Yes, same Felix did look good. Not his oh. tennis, but definitely he just looked good. 
What he yeah. was wearing, everything. He looked good. Michael Moore looked good while it lasted. I yep. mean, yeah, but that was just the muscle. Yeah, but he, he has the body to carry that. Yeah, to carry that yeah. out there. Yeah, that was lovely. We should take oh notes, Zarev. And Zarev has no Zarev shame. Outfit. I mean, the minute when I saw Michael Moore came out, that's going to change my clothes. I was like, look, <laughs> I ain't coming out here in this. Are you kidding me? <laughs> I can't stand next to him. <laughs> I don't want a photograph be out here looking at this kind of thing. I mean, no, no, that's not going to happen. Just like, someone get me a t-shirt, get me a towel, something, get me a hoodie. Shit, get me a robe. <laughs> We're not doing this. We're not doing this. All right, guys. It's time for live tennis, so we should probably it's wrap it up. It's time for live tennis. Okay, before we go, before we go, I just wanted to ask people's opinions of one thing, which I, I'm all in favor of. And I think it's made a huge difference. Electronic line calling. Oh my God! I, yes, I quite like it. I quite like it. I do uh, wonder how many people have just lost their jobs because it's working quite well. No, it's not actually sure. working quite well. It's not. It you is working think? well. I think, working well. Been, I think they have been iffy calls because they've been calls where I can clearly see the ball to the line after the ball. How's that any different from a live eye? No, but I mean, wheels. and also, no. come on, let's be honest. There's times your eyes are not as fast as no, absolutely. I mean, no, no, I'll no, tell you why tell. it's working. I'll tell but you why see, it's working. It's working because the players are not arguing. We get a call, yep. we move on. That's right. Why it's but, working. but here's the thing here's the thing the problem with Hawkeye has always been is that the tennis ball moves way too fast for them to actually capture the thing. No, 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 no. No. Tell him, Pablo. No. no. <laughs> the way Hawkeye works is it doesn't matter what the speed is. Hawkeye can manage it. Hawkeye uses mathematical models to... to, to predict the trajectory. Capture, like the trajectory. Uh, no, no, no. To, to fully match. They don't predict. They fully match the curve set of the ball as it travels through the air. And they take into all sorts of accounts of when the ball bounces, how it becomes an oblate spheroid and spreads and everything. It is the mathematics behind it is really wonderful, lovely if you're into that kind of thing, and it is far, far more accurate than the human eye by a long way, by a long way. And it stopped people arguing, um, you it stopped games being held up and sportsmanship and stuff like this. It and nobody's really disputing it, right? Because well, you know, they know it's been called by Hawkeye. Yeah, and also the thing about it that's interesting too is that, like, you just have to process what's happened and move quickly. Like that's exactly. What it's like, yeah. you know, like it was what match point down or something for um, Osaka, and she was like, "Okay, I, oh well, just keep on going." Yeah, you keep know, on so playing. It's, it's nice. Yeah, like, well, well, um, what's his name mentioned something, um, and it's true. You can see the mark on the the court. Um, Simone mentions that you can see the mark, and sometimes it's wrong. But the crazy Ooh, thing about... The, we're the always crazy... going to have wrong calls. But here's always. the problem I have with Simone's argument. Why is that, boo, we're going to use the same system to find out whether or not the person was right or wrong. So we're, we're back and there. Also, and it's also not right or wrong specifically. It's a degree. It's a, to a certain the, degree, right? right. That's what it's always yeah. And, it's always and what, Hawkeye, what Hawkeye does is it narrows the margin of error on a call. So it may not get the call right. exactly right, but it's only going to be wrong three percentage points either side. Whereas with the human eye, it could be seven or eight percent. 
Also, I think the biggest problem is um, with the clay. I think the clay, the system isn't necessarily that good on the clay. The technology will improve. If they continue to use this, the technology will continually get better. And... I mean, it should, you know. Well, I'm glad it's on all fours. I can't wait until we tell the lines person. I can't wait until the the electronic lines person is racist, though. (laughs) Oh, Oh, and another reason. No, hang on, hang on. Another reason why I like the electronic line calling, because it calls foot faults as well. Yes, yeah, it I did. I saw that. Yeah. Fanini lost his mind. Fanini's like, what? <laughs> what? As if he needs one more reason to lose his mind. Oh, no, someone <laughs> said, the, the thing actually read foot, the thing actually said footfall. The thing didn't even say fall, it said footfall. Fanini was just like. Yeah, yeah, I, heard, I had never seen that before. So that was, you know, that's interesting. It did. Like it's it. the one call. It was the, yeah, it was the one call in tennis that you couldn't challenge. Yep. Yeah. And the, and umpires wouldn't even challenge foot fault calls. They would never, umpires never overruled a, a foot fault call. Well, I mean, listen, you're right. It's it's a couple of jobs, listen, automation, a couple of jobs have been lost. And I, I mean, I can tell that Chrissy misses it because she's like, oh, the personality's not there because that was a part of the game for them, right? It's a, uh, it's a no, part they're the supposed to not have any damn personality. You sit there with your hands. Well, I mean, I think I, what you could do is reposition you reposition those people for something else, right? You've got to like prep them for some other part. No, they can be ticket yeah. takers. Yeah. No, and also, also, <laughs> but the other, the other, the other important point is they're not going to get a ball in the throat. Well, I mean, I mean, Novak definitely benefits. What are we he doesn't get the ball bag. You can also train these people to be more umpires, right? You can get a much more. Um, structured, yeah. organized umpiring. Uh, I'm paying them more money because okay. I mean, let's um, y'all. What what matches right. have started? What's the, what's on what's on tap right now? Tell us. We'll tell you right now. Yeah, I don't know. And what is the score before we roll out? I see that Lula and Svitolina are playing right now, and Svitolina has the first game. She's she's it's on serve. Pegula serving to open her service. Campaign. How fabulous! Look at that. Um, Medvedev and McDonald's at eight thirty um Eastern time. I don't know much. I think it's like two thirty your time. No, I see it. It's five thirty. Five thirty my time. So it's coming but up. Right so it's gonna like... be second up. Yeah, and then um Rafa is at eight p.m. my time. So I guess mm-hmm. I guess I might watch that match, but only I'll if- be sleeping. Obviously. Only Fognini shows up to do something good. Otherwise, Gosh. she's going to do that. Just to at least make it competitive. Please. Um, okay. Well, this is good to see. I mean, oh, Thank and Donna Beck is at 5.15, y'all. And Elise Mertens and Mukuba at 11 p.m. my time, which is West Coast time. So it should I'll wake be up in the morning and check the scores. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> I'll wake up and someone will still be playing. It's I know. 2 a.m. for you. <laughs> okay, mm. and already we can already see that Spitalina has decided that she's going to try to break as many times as possible. <laughs> well, all right. we'll see how it all ends up. We'll be back here next week and see how we same did. time, same bat ch- station. We'll be yeah. talking about the finals. Thanks for joining us, Pablo. Because the Australian Open would basically finish like early Sunday morning. <laughs> At three o'clock. Yeah, they'll probably have something to do. Don't you worry. 
<laughs> yeah, we'll, we'll 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 figure it out. We'll figure we'll out. Figure it out. It'll probably be Monday, sometime. Uh it's been lovely, y'all. I yes, mean, thank you, thank you guys. A wonderful show. Get some sleep, please. Yes, Pablo. I, I will do my best. Thanks for staying <laughs> up with it. us. I know. I know. Thanks for joining. It's my pl- it's my pleasure. I absolutely adore the question about the Lions call because I think mm-hmm. it's going to be controversial. And Pablo, since there's a pandemic, make sure they don't eat all the Cadbury's. I need you to be like having a <laughs> you know stacking up, really like holding Cadbury chocolate to me, okay? Don't you worry, sweetie. I love fruit and nut. You know. <laughs> okay, before you okay before we all log off. Before we all log off, everyone place your bets in the chat. Who are your who are your winners? Who are your winners? Deb, you can't pick Fred because he's not here. I mean, he's always (laughs) listen. I'm gonna say that Medvedev is gonna get his maiden grand slam. I'm gonna I'm gonna say that. I am gonna put it out there. He is gonna overcome all the injuries and win it. And he is going to be holding up that trophy next to the great Serena. Wow, look at you. Go ahead, Pablo. Who you got? The end. I'm going for Serena. Uh And no, I'm not going to say Karate for the men's. (laughs) Uh... (laughs) Then I know you're really crazy, Pablo. (laughs) Uh, Yeah, I think I'm going to go with Janina. Yeah. Medvedev. What? Bad. Uh, uh, only because the, the two number one, number two, are the, the so-called question marks over fitness. Um, yeah. And so far, this demon Russian has been. Um, I mean, he's held himself together, and he's. I, I think even he's the betting favorite. So. Ooh. Mm. I'm picking Osaka, Osaka Serena, and, and Gregor. Gregor. Oh, come on. Y'all are silly. Oh, my God. I'm thinking Osaka. I don't trust Grigor. I don't trust Grigor. I don't even know what to he do when to the finals. He could be up. He could be up two sets in serving for it. And I'm I'll, okay. I'm, I'm, picking my pandemic, I'm picking my pandemic boyfriend, which was Grigor. So All I'm right. Gonna, that is true. Got real. I mean, I don't even know what to do when Reels is the point of sanity in this group now. This is insane. <laughs> I mean, Andrew said Rina on Naomi and Rafael Nadal. Well, no. Okay. All of, No, no, no. That's what Andrew said. But I think all of these men are destined to be one slam. They can only get one trophy for. Fed is French. Nole is French. And Rafa is the Australian Open. So I don't think Rafa is winning any more Melbourne titles. So I am going to go with... Unfortunately, Novak, this is the only thing. You know what? No, no one has been dropping the ball. So, okay. I guess I might have to say Medvedev. Oh, mm. Meds? Oh, that's a good yeah. slam for Meds. It'd be a good slam for Meds. Look at y'all. Tra- yeah. Meds. It will be the tragic slam. <laughs> <laughs> and, you know, I mean, everyone is picking Serena. So I, I, picking- I say I say tragic because um, he was telling his coach off in French. His coach yes. is French. <laughs> Um, so I'm going to say Serena slash Naomi. Whoever comes out of that yeah. bottom thing, you know. Yeah, I please agree. no Halep. Please no Halep. Just no Halep. <sighs> Someone will handle Halep. Don't you worry. Lovely, y'all. It's been real. Let's go get some good tennis watching in. We get to stay Dima up late. Says, Rafa, no late final as usual. Give me a break with these injuries. See, Dima, this is why I love you. This is why I love you, Dima. 
Thank I you. We're you not sponsored by, by DraftKings. Oh, oh, Pablo, if you want to really show me love, happy Valentine's Day, everyone. And remember, happy if you don't have a loved one to hold yeah. you, apparently, this, if you don't have a loved one to hold you, have a seatbelt hold you. I mean, <laughs> <laughs> I saw me saying that's not right. That's not right, people, because oh I walk. God. I walk. But Pablo, oh, thank you love. But you can show me a love with some fruit and nuts. Fruit and nuts. No, yeah. Cadbury fruit and nuts, Pablo. Cadbury fruit and nuts. Yeah, I know you. I know you, Pablo. And when you come to New York, I'm going to get you a drink. If you can come back, if you could even travel. Uh, if you could even travel, who knows? This pandemic. Damn, Pablo, yeah. you are lucky because he doesn't ever want to meet anyone. Yeah, I know. <laughs> this is what I mean. You, Janina, that's just it. I'm sure it's just you. Peace out. <laughs> Peace out, Peace out. Peace out everyone. Peace out. Ciao, ciao. Ciao, ciao.